This is the vacation episode. That's right. I'm talking to you live from the show floor here at Anime Expo. And I'm talking Pretend- to you live on the beach in fucking Florida. Yeah. yeah, you're in Florida. I'm in Los Angeles. We're definitely not at home, and it's definitely not three days ago. <laughs> no way so, this is Tuesday. This is live, baby. Woo! It's the beach episode. It's the anime episode of <laughs> I Have More Trophies Than You. Welcome, friends, to I Have More Trophies Than You. This is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am your host, the 57th best gamer in all of North America, Dr. Ryan. Hey, and this is your other host, uh, the sadly one in three bust out at International Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had the yeah. you had the, the the Pokemon tournament, right? I did. I went to uh, the Pokemon International North American International Championship is my first international I've ever been able to go to. Because uh, we, I used to go to nationals every year, but when I moved to Japan, uh, they did away with that system and opened up tournaments to the whole world. So now we have internationals instead of nationals every year. Um, and unfortunately, I just uh, I, it wasn't my weekend. <laughs> so now, now I have to ask because I did. I cut. Hey, I'm a I'm a viewer of Chris's stream, and you should be too. Yeah. And I watched you trying out a new deck. You went with a different deck that wasn't that deck. We when the last time we talked yeah. about you playing Pokemon. Do you think that deck that you brought was just not up to snuff? Do you think it would have been better with the other deck, or did you just get unlucky? It's it's a little bit of both, right? Like I I feel like I would have been uh more pre- i don't know if more prepared is the right way i think a better deck choice would have been the palkia list this weekend just because it's it's just got consistency built into it it's just a little bit more solid i guess but the thing is is that it's an expensive list and i just you know when i was sitting down to build uh what i was going to practice with for the next you know for the weeks before uh that was on my list of practicing but the thing is is that palkias are so expensive that i knew i wasn't going to buy those and if i was how much, how much, how much does a palkia cost uh i would need about four of each and they're all about or so there's two different ones that you need and they're all about 30 dollars a piece so it'd be so you need eight 240. of them yeah about 240 for those eight cards that i would need so pokemon's pay to win it, not really it can't because uh the list that got th- i want to say third place is fairly inexpensive but it's like this really weird control list that the uh the uh the what what is it the dutch like netherlands what what are they netherlandians dutch the, they're no, dutch right the, du- the netherlands is dutch yeah yes, that's what right. i thought yeah the the dutch i know that they because that and it excellent wrestler malachi black who was at forbidden door this weekend by the way we're gonna be talking about wrestling this episode oh, I'm stoked. uh was he's from the netherlands and he's dutch and he does dutch muay thai he's also the devil he's very cool yeah but like uh the list i brought i took a regigigas list which i think is still a very solid choice it has a really Mm. good matchup but the problem was is that luck just wasn't on my side that weekend like there you go every time i sat down to play 
Uh, for anyone who is unfamiliar with Pokemon, at the beginning of the game, you set six cards to the side, and if you take all six of those, then you you win the game. And unfortunately, um, they there isn't a lot in the game right now that lets you manipulate those cards to to kind of like if there's something that you really need and it gets put in that six, you're kind of stuck. There there's like two or three cards that you can. Uh, have a chance at like looking at them at least or or maybe even getting a card out of there but if you get them locked in there you're pretty screwed and that happened to me every single game I sat down to play uh, one of my wins even wasn't even like I, I don't really consider it a legitimate win because uh, my opponent could have won the game uh, when I guess you know the situation happened but the problem was is he can he made a confused game state by playing a card wrong and it caused the judge to say well here's the problem even if you were to take this prize you fucked up the game so your opponent which was me gets a double prize penalty which means i get to take two prizes and i only had one left oh so so basically one on a technicality yeah and i didn't feel good about it but hey when it when it's internationals you really have to know how to play the game and if you're not taking your prizes when you take a knockout you're not playing the game correctly so there you go I, I I took that win and unfortunately time was called soon after that so we couldn't finish and uh, he even like he was very frazzled after that because then when we started game two he didn't even set his prizes out and he drew a card and I was like hey dude you can't you can't do that you need to set your prizes out like and he was like oh and I was like don't worry about calling a judge just set them out let's just move on before time is called and then of course time was called and he was just like you just take it so yeah i i went one and three this is the worst i've ever done at a tournament and hey you know only, next time only you, can only, you can only do better next time exactly you know i i was really upset like in that moment like because you know i want to win like i i practiced i put a lot of time into playing and and being a good player but you know most of the time when i go to a tournament especially majors I'll start off hot. Like I'll start like four and zero, five and zero, and then I'll start, you know, that when I get that first loss, that's when the ball starts, you know, rolling, and I I start falling down the hill. But um, yeah, this this was the the first time I think I've really just kind of you know sputtered at the beginning and couldn't get my head above water. I played a lot of weird stuff too. Like I really expected to play against you know medalists. And every of the four games or the four rounds that I played, I never I played one. I played one Palkia to start, and that one I could have won, but my opponent slow rolled me in games two and three. So I won uh, game two, and then in game three he just like played so slow that like by the time we were starting getting anywhere, I was just like I, I couldn't do anything. So it was just like kind of frustrating to uh to deal with that and then after that it was like was that guy was just being kind stuff. of an asshole yeah that, like, that's kind of the game right now because games the game is a little bit slower right now than it has been over the last 10 years and we're still playing at this like 50 minute time limit for three games but a single game is played in 30 so you don't even get enough time to play two games and you're expected to play three. So there's a lot of outcry in the, in the community, right? Or I say a lot, but you know, there's a notable minority of people who are saying like, we really need a time change in the game or, or something needs to change in time because, you know, if we're expected to play two, at least two games in, in a 50 minute time, then we either need 25 minute single games or we need a full 30 minutes for each. And then, 
uh, a best of three needs to be a 60 minute game so that you theoretically have a full time for two full games um which you know god forbid you go to a game three you might as well just take a tie like at that point because you know you you don't even want to waste the time at that point if especially if there's a lunch break after it's like no just take the tie and go to lunch but yeah it was it wasn't wasn't the best weekend for him but when uh at that point like once i'd lost three i knew like oh well that's that's it once you lose three games, you're done. You can't make day two. There's there's really no point in playing on. So I was like, oh, cool. Well, I'll go do side events with my wife for the rest of the weekend and uh, <laughs> with, uh, with my wife. And uh, and I got to hang out with a bunch of friends that I, you know, don't get to see too much. And in side events, I went 18 and four for the weekend. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's just that kind of weekend, I guess. So <laughs> I did you, very well. You get, when you win at side events, you win... They money? have tons, uh, no money, but they have like a huge wall of prizes, and it's like, what'd you get? I got this huge Piplup like plush thing, like it's so big and round. I can't, I can't wrap my arms around it. It's so big. Um, so I got that, and then cool. we also won a copy of Sword, uh, the Pokemon, like the main series game that came out a couple years ago. Because, oh yeah, I've been a big person. It's like you know, vote with your wallet. I'm not happy with the where the games are. I'm not buying them, but we want a free copy of it brand new so you know we took that and then uh i think we got like some cool 25th anniversary sleeves or something like that too so we once you know we made some value out of well you had some fun that's all that matters yeah that too i mean it uh, internationals is just an excuse to hang out with friends from all over the country and drink all weekend so that's what we did (laughs) well there you go yeah. And that has been the, the tournament report. Chris Not Video Game Corner on yeah. the Video Game Podcast. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that's all I've been doing these last two weeks. It's just been like at least three to four hours of just playing cards every single day Fuck. just to get ready for internationals. And it didn't pay off. So, you know, <laughs> it well, kind of just I looked mean, that way. Which, it, it is what it is. Yeah. And we're now in the off season. So I'm excited to just kind of reset, get ready for the next season. Like I'm already looking forward to the fall format and just kind of seeing where the game goes from here because Worlds is going to be super interesting, especially with just how travel is right now. I'm kind of thinking that a lot of people aren't going to be able to make it just because flights are getting canceled left and right. But I don't can't. say that I got a flight to take. <laughs> Wait, I mean, I took a flight. Yeah. And it we made our here. flights. We're good. We, yeah, we were on flights. Yeah. So, but yeah, the no flights are getting canceled. Thank you. There's a worlds will be interesting. Worlds is going to be a very, very, Oh, but I will say, uh, the guy who won internationals is a super cool dude. I, he's a local here. Um, like we're familiar with each other, but we're not like close or anything. So congrats to Zool on winning. But finally, this is the first American to ever win the North American international championship. So the fuck? Yeah. It's always won by Europeans. Bullshit. <laughs> All right. I don't want to talk about this fucking card game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what have you been playing, man? Uh, I mean, oh, we're just jumping into it. We're not gonna, we're not gonna have a little fun time. I wanted to talk about how a bear was sighted downtown today. What the fuck? I uh, just got a note. Please don't go downtown. There's a brown bear in the middle of town. Oh, he probably just wanted some food. Yeah, he's just going to the cafe or something. I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was cool to get a message saying, <laughs> "Watch out for a bear." That is, and right. I don't live in a small town. I live in a regular town in the bear alert. Uh, what I've been playing? I've been playing. You know. It's weird. In the last two weeks, of course, I've been playing some bullshit, mm-hmm. but I've played and gotten the platinum for some pretty legitimate games. And I've started a game 
recently that I've always wanted to play that's been very engrossing. Should we just get into what I've been? Well, oh, first of all, I'll do it really quick for the what are we calling when I for the video games I buy? What are we calling? Oh, that? Ryan's magical bag of new games. No, we're not calling it that. We're calling it Ryan's. Ba- I only got three new games in the last two weeks. Oh shit! What'd you get? Uh, two of them I bought like uh, eight months ago, and they finally came in from Play Asia. And that is, I got the PS4 Japanese control ultimate edition i only had control oh, japanese good. normal so now i can finally finish the dlc and have every control trophy Shoot. and then i bought a game called super uh superlative night dreams cotton fantasy which is i've already done one of the cotton games and they're just uh these japanese uh like shmups that are you're a cute little witch girl mm. and i did cotton reboot and then there's a bunch of other cotton ones i wanted to get that one because if i get it physically i can do the physical one from europe and then do the other one later and then also i did pick up the capcom fighting collection oh nice i'm a little worried about getting the platinum for that for one trophy is it is it like a ranked thing or no do they have online at all yes it does there's no online trophies okay that's good there is a trophy for beating every game with every character that doesn't seem as bad though, because that goes by someone pretty quick, did, right? Someone did the math. Oh no! It's like eighty hours of just playing the oh, fighting shit. games. Is, so, is there I'm, like I'm, a couple that have like a like a hundred characters or something like that? No, it's just there's ten games with like mm. you know, Red Earth might only have six or seven characters, but then you know like Darksiders has ten, and like yeah. Hyper Fighting has sixteen, and it's just like it's just gonna take a while. Yeah. But I'm excited to play that, and you know, just have fun. Uh, the online. Uh, modes are for everything so even then it's just fun to fuck around at dark stalkers yeah totally i mean when's the last time you could play a fucking dark stalkers game it's been a while Calm. who's who's your favorite dark stalker uh uh is it morgana the morrigan morrigan you fucking it. you fucking i guess I everyone uh, you fucking casual everyone says morrigan because they like the sexy witch girl the yeah. best is an Arxis, the big giant mummy he's a cool mummy and he wiggles his fingers at you and then ropes or uh like mummy wraps come out from underneath he just does like a little finger wiggle and then you get grabbed he's the best we i i never really got to play a lot of dark suckers there was a an arcade cabinet at an old like it was a shitty kind of like i wouldn't say rundown mall but we had two malls in our town growing up and there was like the mall everyone went to and then the mall that like just had like some cool cookie shop and that was it and it was at that one so but my grandma used to work that mall and i would just play in the arcade all day and i would play dark stalkers i was probably shouldn't have been playing that at like the age i was but it was dark stalkers no it's fine dark stalkers rolls um i've gotten 53 new platinum trophies since last episode Damn. Now, that seems like a lot, and it is. I've also hit two new milestones since last uh, oh, nice. episode. We have gotten to 1,300 over, overall Platinums and 35,000 overall trophies. I'll talk about that in a second. It's a, it's a lot of bullshit, but also I want to talk about some legit things here. So we'll yeah. just start with the bullshit. We'll go starting from last episode. How about Lump Jump on PS4, PS5, both EU and NA? Some shitty little, like, do you remember Doodle Jump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that kind of shit. Oh, gotcha. Then we have the wine story. This is made by the same people who made the ketchup story and the Christmas tree story. You just <laughs> press the button. Then we got rock, paper, scissors. Oh, so that's four four stacks of the wine story. We got two stacks of rock, paper, scissors challenge mode edition. This is a harder version of rock, paper, scissors. It's not. Then we have <laughs> softball. Uh, two stacks of that. Breakthrough Gaming Arcade. Thank you so much. Oh, rock, paper, scissors, by the way. Breakthrough Gaming Arcade. Uh, pra- praise our praise our lord for video games uh the 1300th overall platinum came in dragon ball z kakarot one of the games we will be talking about today on the anime episode Ooh. then 
I was in a very weird position where it's like, I'm close to 3,500 overall trophies. And guess what? All the Resident Evils just got put out again. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? So, really quickly, I did auto-pop Resident Evil 2 because I didn't understand what was going on, and I just accidentally popped all the trophies before it went off. (laughs) Nice. So, whatever. Then I got four stacks of the Jumping Hot Dog and two stacks of the Spidey D. Then I put in Resident Evil 3 because that's the one I wanted auto-pop, but the fucking game... Gave me all the trophies except for three for beating the game on Nightmare, beating the game on Inferno, and beating the game on Inferno with an S rank. So I had to play Resident Evil two more times. Well, and I would like to I would like to say right here and now, uh-huh. all jokes aside, Resident Evil 3 remake is the worst Resident Evil. Wow. I that's, that's heavy. Fucking hate how A linear it is, how yeah. B there's so many instant kill death states. It's yeah. unfair how much it's just like Oh, you got hit once. Fuck. You're fucked. And an Inferno, you only get five saves or less to get the S rank. Sure, I beat the game in under an hour and a half, but, you know, it's just, it really sucks how shitty the AI with that fucking uh, uh, tyrant is. Also, the last boss fight on Inferno is fucking unfair. So if you don't know about Resident Evil 3, the last boss fight is Jill has to fight the tyrant when it's turned into this big giant gooey monster and there's a like a rail gun behind her and you pick it up and you fire and like he goes, oh, oh no, you got me. And it's like, you need to hit him one more time with this big giant rail gun, but you got to throw these batteries in. So what he does is he has like eight pustules come up on him. And you got to hit those and then you have you push a battery in. On Inferno, there's not the amount of time from when he goes down to pushing in the batteries is so small that there's one in the very back that if you get him down and you're not already positioned in a very exact spot, you can't get it to it in time. So then he'll pop up and he'll auto kill you. Also, he does these attacks. He does like a sweep and a sweep, which you can duck through and it's not too bad. But he's got this one where all of a sudden he just hits you. If it does, it stun locks you and then hits you two more times and it kills you no matter if you're... It's like if you get hit by this one, you can't get back from the stun lock chain fast enough to get out of the way of the other two. So I think I attempted that like 25 times because it's random. And if you don't, he gives no notice that he's going to do this attack. So you just have to be lucky. And it's like, you know that he's going to be doing an attack soon. You have to guess that it's going to be that one. And you have to duck before it happens and duck in the right direction. So that just Resident Evil three dog shit. Then Get ready for you as an evil four. Sorry. <laughs> no. So, uh, you know what? I think I will like Resident Evil four remake because they're going to make it uh, in the RE engine and it probably won't be dog shit like Resident Evil three um, Resident Evil seven biohazard. I got my 35,000th overall trophy. I did the math to make bio splattered the platinum of Resident Evil seven biohazard the plot the 35,000th overall trophy. I did have to do a little cleanup because that also didn't auto pop. I had to get both endings again. Now you think, Ryan, that means you got to run the game twice. False. I thankfully had a save saved at the very end of boss fight of one of my runs that happened to be, I was just like, whatever this one I get, I'll do the other ending when I do a full run that I need to. Happened to be the one where you save Zoe. So I got ending two out of the way. Then I did another run uh, and I did all of these trophies at once. I had to uh, beat the game uh, with the Mia ending. I had to make one of every uh consumable item with the with the chemical fluid Mm -hmm. and i needed to uh not use more than four oh no i got the not use more than four heels when i loaded up the uh the save with zoe i just seemed that that seemed to be lucky i needed to not open the item box more than three times now here's the little fuck up that i forgot 
because here's Ryan, who's so good at the Resident Evil 7 speed run, but he's used to doing things one way. And the minute I get off because I got to start searching for things, it gets a little hard. Like, did you know to make one of the items, you need supplements because you you can combine the supplements with the chem fluid to make psychostimulants or you can find the supplements with the uh, strong chem fluid to make one of the neuro rounds. There's only three supplements in the whole game and you need two of them. Oh, geez. So I did, I did have to look that up, but what happened was I get in, I open my chest, I get my unlimited, you know, gun, I get my, uh, in, my infinite ammo thing that, uh, and I get my chainsaw and it's like, that's fine. I can only open the item chest three times. I'll open it now. And then the other two times are for the game in the, for Lucas's thing. Ah, uh-uh, Ryan fucked up and forgot that by doing it that way, a, I, well, I wasn't, I didn't get to open up the item box on the tanker. So I had to do the tanker without any of my infinite item weapons. That's fine. Tanker's easy. I did it. <laughs> but what I fucked up is I forgot when, when Ethan gets out after the tanker and goes to the mine, you have to open the item box there to get oh, stuff out. Yeah. So I had to get from the tanker to the final boss, Evelyn with no guns. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, thankfully my, my like knowledge of where guys spawn came in really handy. What was the hardest was the last like boss fight of the game before the real actual boss fight where you just shoot Evelyn in the face is they put two of those big fat bloated guys in a room with you and you have to climb up a ladder. But the thing is you have to take them out because they keep, if they see you, they'll throw their things and make you knock off the ladder. I had to basically hide in a corner, position these guys so that they would follow me behind a pillar and then get them lined up in such a way so that the pillar would cut off their vomit and run up the ladder before they could hit me. And I was able to do it because I'm very smart. Then what happened is I got to Evelyn and I let her eat me. And the thing is, if you die in the final boss, they give you a thing that says, would you like to manage your items? And it allows you to go into the item box without counting as an item box. And then I got my gun and I shot her. And I did all that. And I did get Resident Evil 7 Biohazard as my 35th overall trophy as the platinum. Now, Unfortunately, some of the, the side effects of the auto pop not exactly working is that a bunch of the trophies that I'd already earned in the DLC didn't pop, but that's fine. It would have been a nice for a couple extra trophies. It's okay. It's it's fine. It so then after that, if you want to come back to it in a few months. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. So then we got horse riding breakthrough gaming arcade two stacks of that that game sucks dog shit because it's a, it's a game where oh, you're really? on a horse oh it's actually hard you have you're on this little horse and you have to jump over these things but it gets uh, faster and faster to the f- point where it's like i don't know how my reflex is supposed to do this now thankfully someone online figured out the pattern which is mm. that there's 12 jumps and it goes uh short 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 long long short medium 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 long long short uh, and but it gets faster every time, and it took me about three hours of doing this over oh and over God. and over. I did take an hour, actually, probably like two hours. I took an hour break in the middle, and I figured out the pattern. And it's I had to get from level from the start to level six without getting hit once. It's very hard. So then I did it again on the NA version. And I got it in seven minutes. Like once oh, I got okay. the pattern down. Yeah. But that game, fuck that game. <laughs> then we got the Spidey D. Those I got the the I got two of those before. I got two of those after. That was math to make Resident Evil Seven thirty five thousand. Then of course we got the jumping hot dog turbo four stacks of that. We got webbin blocks four stacks of that. That is a shitty knockoff of. Do you remember threes? Oh yeah yeah yeah. That yeah, was it's hot just shit that. for a minute. Just that. Then we got four stacks of Burger Fun, not Burger Run, Burger Fun. <laughs> now that game, you're thinking, Ryan, you said you weren't going to play any more games from the Run or the Break people because they're seven dollars a piece. Well, these ones were only three dollars a piece, and it was a uh, it was a quick time event game. I just did it. 
because I don't know. I got to try it out. I probably won't get any more from those. We did uh, finally on June 21st, Epic put up Fall Guys for free. So I did knock out all of the trophies for free for Fall Guys in the European region. Uh, got that one. Now, also, there's a Fall Guys PF5 stack. For some reason, the PS5, they're having an issue with taking your account and putting in the PS5 one. So nobody can get those trophies right now. So we are waiting to see what happens. And oh. eventually, once they fix it, I'll be able to migrate my account to the PS5 version and get another stack out of it. There you go. Next game. Very excited about this. First game from the new PS Premium. I did uh, Platinum Intelligent Cube. Oh, sick. Uh, we're going to talk about that one in uh, in an episode. Maybe you'll learn about it at the end of this one. So Ooh. I'll hold on to that. Uh, number Then we got Cyber Engine on, P- on uh, NA and EU. That's like the Steam Age. It was like a cookie clicker type game. But here you're building a computer. Hmm. Then, of course, we did do the Jumping Soda, four stacks of that. The Bronze Age, four stacks of that. The European version of Memory Lane. And then Skateboarding 2, Big 3 Gaming Arcade, two stacks of that. And then the game that I'm playing right now that because I'm currently at 1,341 platinum trophies. I have two. There's been two more shit easy games with four stacks each that came out. That would put me at 40, 1,349, which means I can easily get my next platinum milestone of 1,350. And I've decided what game that will be a game that I've always wanted to play and just never got around to. And that is Fallout New Vegas. I've been playing that. Hey, there we go. I like it. I don't like having to play on hardcore mode. So I'm just trying to uh, set. There's a way you can set it up so you can make a save to have your options for all the endings at once. You do one, you get your hardcore trophy done and then boom, you come back, you turn it off today. I just got the trophy for finding and recruiting all of the companions. Uh, So that was fun. Uh, I'm playing with all the DLC. So I've been playing with the gun runner DLC. I got this big giant fucking flaming sword called Gehenna oh, and uh I've been in I, I've got like nine strength and like almost a hundred in uh melee weapons and I'm just fucking obliterating ripping shit yeah it's fucking cool you're um playing it like you're playing like doom uh eternal or something yeah yeah, yeah. people pl- i've seen people play this game like howdy i'm gonna be talking all in speech and i'm playing like the only thing they fear is me <laughs> uh but i've also been doing speeches you know i got good speech right. uh so it's fun we'll definitely talk about that in the future i think a fallout episode would be fun but that's for future mm-hmm. episodes but yeah that's what i've been playing we're country rank 57 world rank 402 so close knocking on the, i was 400 for a little it. bit but the thing is like i've stopped getting because i've stopped the flow of really easy ones while i play this uh i am going to drop in rank but then the thing is what'll happen like this all happens is once i get ready and i get this and then i have time to like catch up on what all the shitty games that come out i'm just gonna be doing it in spurts where it's like instead of like oh i get one platinum a day blah blah blah. it's like i don't get any platinums for a week because i'm playing fallout new vegas and then i get 30 platinums in a day and it's gonna be uh pretty good um and then you know i got other games on the horizon i definitely want to play i'm very excited to be here at anime expo i'm here right now (laughs) because limited run is here so i might pick some up stuff there i know there's a lot of people that sell video games um i know one thing you're doing shit here what am i doing you're totally gonna sit down and play the the new one piece card game aren't you and get into one piece and you're gonna be the biggest one piece fan in the world no but i will play (laughs) if that dragon if that one piece game that looks like it was dragon quest comes out i will play that i can't wait for that uh odyssey i believe it's called yeah something like that um before we get into the anime episode 
because I know that was yeah. the, the thing. Something did happen, not today. It happened today. Well, if you were maybe hearing this on Tuesday, the 28th, yeah, I don't know why it would happen. It would have happened today, but on Tuesday, there was a little mini direct for Nintendo. I thought we'd talk about it really quick because there are some games in here I'm hoping will come to PlayStation, but also I know you as a as a noted Nintendoer I might. A Nintendo in, uh, I have a Switch. I only use it to play Donkey Kong Country. Uh, that's not true. Play some Mario Party, but uh, I got a list of all the games. I'm gonna go through them really quick. You're gonna, we're either gonna go blah or we'll talk about it a little bit. Yeah. And so if you, yeah, okay. So starting off, showed Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Don't Ugh. give a shit. Again. Don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, they're putting out a Switch version of Near Automata. Fine. That's cool. That's fine. I'd, whatever. Who gives a shit? Okay. This game looked cool, and I want it to come to PlayStation. It's like a, it's like a. A point-and-click puzzle mystery game called Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Yeah, this when I saw this, I was like, "Oh man, this is something that." Hey, first uh, of all, great name. Yeah, it, I then, love how stylized it is too. Yeah, it actually it's super looked- stylized, and there's a mystery to solve. And I, if that's, uh, it says coming to Nintendo Switch first in 2023. So I'm hoping that means they have it for a little bit, and then it will come to other consoles. Yeah, so I, I don't see a world where this isn't on PC and everything else. But yeah, I saw no, this, and I was like, oh man, my put wife on, is going to love on. this. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is going to love you. this. Uh, next, Super, my- Super Bomberman R2, whatever. Yeah. Okay, it, next. Hey, big one. I, I'm excited the fact that you can build stages in that. That's kind of cool, but again, it's, sure. you know, it's bomber. Man. How about this? How about all 10 Mega, Mega Man Yo, Battle Network games from go. the GBA in one collection? Now, this is coming to Switch, and all it's I also coming to PS4, and it's coming to Steam. That's it. It's remember, not coming to Xbox. Remember me complaining about Capcom like two weeks ago and being like, where's yeah. Mega Man? Here it is. This is for me. I can't fucking wait. Thank you. I, Based. I so played good. one of these way back in the day. I don't remember which one. I remember mm-hmm. having fun with it, but I never like, but like, like I never finished it, but I played it for like 10, 15 hours. My concern is this. Yes. So they're putting it out digitally in two sections, but they're right. putting out physically on PS4. I assume that means that the PS4 digital version is still the full collection or is it the two parts? I don't know. My concern is this. Am I going to have to play all 10 of these games for one platinum? Because if so, fuck that. Yeah. Or are they getting 10 fucking platinums and each game is 20 and like that's that's 10 platinums over a thousand hours? Or is it two platinums for f- per five games? Because there's only six Mega Man Battle Network games, but what is it? The last three were, were like Pokemon, where they did like Ruby and Sapphire right. or whatever. Uh, the the or, only thing about that is, I remember Mega Man Battle Network three, white and blue. Those, yeah, the white one was actually easy mode, and blue was like normal mode. I so, guess we'll see what happens. Hey, yeah. it's coming out next year, so well, yeah. All I can say is that's dope. Uh, I saw a lot of people online that I'm friends with getting very excited. So I'll so wait excited. and I will hold judgment until it comes out. They're remaking Pac-Man world. Yeah, that's weird. But I mean, I've never played it, but it sure it comes out fun. of PlayStation. I'll give it so, a try. Yeah, I'll give it a um, uh, Gearbox is publishing some game that looks like you're it's a deer and a, a fucking dog called blank. Like it's all black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh it's got local and online co-op. So I'm thinking this is an it takes two situation. Yeah. It looked really neat though. I love how super it's a console it is. exclusive on Switch, so I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm I mean I'm still excited for like I don't know if I'll play it, but if I hear enough about it, I might check it out. 
Uh, Return to Monkey Island is coming out first to Nintendo Switch this year, but then later to everything. I like Monkey Island. Is it just Return to Monkey Island? Is it a new thing or is it just new? Completely new new? adventure. Yeah, I'll play it. Yeah, Uh, they showed the Mario and Rabbids to fuck off. Um, the first one's great. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'll I play the second bought one. That game, I bought that game. It's the only Switch game I've sold since owning it. Because oh, I bought that game because I love... Um, XCOM. XCOM types yeah. games. And it was just a little too fucking easy and It boring. is, but... It I'm was it was too shitty for, for me. Uh, the next thing was some anime thing called Little Noah Sion of Paradise. Is this it's a, a Tuesday game? I don't know. That's what it seemed to me is that it was a. It's like a gotcha mobile game that I think is coming to it, Switch as well. It, yeah. So fuck that. Uh, Roller coaster tycoon, but with trains. Yo, I'm stoked. Rail grade. That we'll see cool. about that. Okay, the next one. I need this. Uh, it's already out on Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. It's coming out on Switch. I need it on PlayStation because it looks dope. It's called RPG Time: The Legend of Right, and it just looks like an RPG. Uh, that's based in a, a, a like a, a drawing book. Yeah, like a kid's notebook. I need this on PlayStation. This yeah. looks fucking dope. It looks so cute. put that on PlayStation, please. That looks great. Then they showed this fart called Sonic Frontiers. Then we'll move on. <laughs> hey, uh, look, the, the one I thing I about won't it. trust anything about that game until it's out and somebody plays it. Until I'm so then, there. I'm so I don't want to talk you, about this game, but at least the inner space sections that they showed, the ones that actually look like stages, finally look fun to me. I was like, okay, that part looks fun, but I'm still cautiously optimistic about it. Reserve all judgment (laughs) until it comes out. All right. This game is entering early access on September 6th. I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. Disney's Dreamlight Valley. It's called a life simulator. People are like, is this Stardew Valley? And I think that's just because it has the word Valley in it and everything. So if it's got Valley, it's called Stardew Valley. I don't know what the fuck this is, but if they put it on PlayStation and it's like a farming game where you can farm with Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast, whatever, I'll play it. Uh, It's fucking weird. I want to know more about it until more comes out. I don't know. I'm almost fairly certain it'll be. Yes, it is coming to PlayStation uh, because I do remember them talking about how it was going to be on Xbox Game Pass as an early access thing. So it's interesting to see them say that the early access will expand to the other consoles. Um, I'm I'm excited. I reserve judgment until it comes out. Uh, Another thing for Live Alive that's coming out July 22nd. That's some old. You have fun with that. Uh, they're making another Dormon story of seasons. I still haven't played the first one, but I got it on sale. So we should yeah. probably play that. Yeah, we're definitely, gonna uh, play. Minecraft legends. I'm doing a jerk off motion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dragon quest treasures is a dragon quest spinoff. That's coming out in December, uh, where you get a party of monsters to go with you. Great. Yeah, it looked like uh, a spiritual successor to the old, like Joker and monster okay. series. That now I'm pissed. I'm in portal companion collection is coming out today. Yes. Put that on PlayStation. I want to replay Portal. <laughs> I can't get the Platinum in Portal 2 because of the shitty thing about it being connected to uh, Steam and that doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So the bundle is apparently Portal, Portal 2, and a co-op version of Portal 2, which are things, I mean, I think that means that they split Portal 2 from its, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, co-op mode? Right. Put If that only comes out on Nintendo, I'm going to fucking nut. And that's a bad, I mean that in a bad way of like, ah, <laughs> you're going to unexpected, uh, unexpected time 
Sorry, a that's a nut. joke. I used to listen to my brother and my brother and me, and there was a uh, joke there where they had a, somebody called in and said they had a teacher that said that, and they thought it no, meant no. to get really mad and explode. So now I just use that. I, I'm going to nut means I'm going to get really mad and explode. It doesn't mean oh, anything no. sexually. So you just say that. If, if anyone ever says that, get the joke. Anyway, uh, I want that on PlayStation. You fucks. Uh, then... <laughs> What else? Captain Velvet Meteor and the Jump Dim- Plus Dimensions. What the fuck is this? Uh, it's a tactical action game about a boy who's moved to Japan. It's coming out July 28th on Story Nintendo Switch. Life. Hey, if it comes out not on that, we'll see it. Then Square Enix has a Harvestelia is about fighting, farming, and forging friendships across four seasons. There's a lot of F's in there. Before uh, descending into the mysterious fifth season, one of Ooh. death. Life simulation role playing is coming out on November fourth. That's probably coming out. A lot everything. of life I'll simulation in this. Direct. And then the last thing they announced is that all of those Persona games are right. also coming to Switch. Big, like I think everybody knew that because everything's coming out on everything. Yep. So you get them on Game Pass if you got Game Pass, but if you got Game Pass, I don't like you. <laughs> you can get them on uh, Switch if you want them, you know, digitally, or you can get them on PS Five. Because I'm getting those plots again, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I really want to play. Uh, honestly, I want to play all four of those. But I've I've got P3P. I have P4G. Uh, it will be nice to play Persona 5 on a handheld because that yeah. seems like the way. But No, no. That's not the way. <laughs> well, it's, it's the way if, like, for me, I can go lay in bed with my wife and then play it. You fucked this up three times in one episode. Yeah, it's comedy of threes. <laughs> say it my wife i hate this joke now anyway yeah i'll wait to see more about it yeah um it's the same thing with everything that's the thing is uh, as the direct kept going i was like man we're really getting a lot of harvest moon uh story seasons stardew valley likes right yeah, so yeah. uh but well, that's once again everyone says now, that so. that disneyland thing is like stardew valley i it's just because it shares the word valley I think I, that you need to wait and see what it actually is. I, I, I vaguely remember. To me, a, I, it looks a lot like Animal Crossing. Yeah, it, it was something I I want to say there was like an Xbox showcase uh, like at the beginning of the year or the end of last year where they showed this game and they talked a little bit more in detail about like what it would play like. And it did sound like Stardew Valley in that sense there because it has that farming element and then like kind of the like you're not really like doing battle, but you're kind of like warding off like evil spirits kind of thing. So uh, Mm. I I think I'll probably do another dive into listening more closely about like what they're saying about the game and, you know, form the opinion of, oh, this is what it's going to be like. I'm totally down for a Stardew like Valley game. Um I, I've been wanting to play something like that recently, so this could be cool. The The early access thing is just a weird idea for me. Cause I, but I guess that's a good thing. That means they want you know the game to be good, so they're going to take feedback and stuff. So we'll see how it plays out. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic, I guess. I just don't want it to be like that. Uh, uh, they, they did like a Animal Crossing-like game uh, for the 3DS uh, that was like a Disney one, but I, I don't yeah, remember what it's Yeah, I, I remember, I remember that, but I cannot remember about it. Yeah. So yeah, that was the Nintendo Direct. Light, or Mini, or whatever they called it. I'm excited for video games. Yeah, video games are cool. Yeah. I would like 
to see some video games being played. Oh, there was um, one other game that was announced, but it's not like a Nintendo Direct thing. Is Niantic uh, did announce their next like Pokemon Go game? Yeah, and it's uh the NBA. <laughs> so what? Yeah, it's called NBA All World, and no, I guess you'll be walking around playing basketball AR game. I don't know. All right, do they the mistake last time? Do what they everyone should have done last time when Pokemon Go got announced. You should have invested in Pokemon stock or in Nintendo stock because it rose up so high. Yeah, and then the next day they're like, "Oh, sorry, we don't." getting money from this game and then it dropped and then a lot of people made a lot of money that way buy stock in the nba now yeah because then everyone's gonna want to play that game and then when they go oh shit nope i don't know i would i would play it if it was baseball but i don't, I don't give a fuck about the nba <sighs> okay well this is the anime episode it is i played an anime game specifically for this episode i'm currently looking to see if i've platinum in any other anime games in the past because i can't remember uh... off the top of my head. but for this episode i bring to the table dragon ball z kakarot um yes. and if this is how most anime games are i feel like anime is a disaster for video games um yeah i don't disagree with you because uh, this is another game that i just uh, you know I've, I've spent my last two weeks just playing cards and i haven't been able to play this game all the way having said that i think i do want to play it all the way so i'll give a, a I more don't suggest formed, it. uh review of it later but what's your history with anime video games let's start with that I've been playing them forever, and they're never good. You know, they're well. I, I wouldn't say never good because Dragon Ball Fighters is a good game, but that's not really a game. That's like a it's a fighting game, you know. So it's. I mean, I guess yeah. I think when story, I say, but... I'm sorry. So we should we should uh, we should say when I talk about anime games, I'm talking about single player yeah. anime games, like those Naruto games, shit guess, like that. Yeah, those. I don't know. I never really got into naruto so i never played the naruto games now i've played like all the dragon ball games right you said you said it you said it fucked up it's naruto uh uh, it's naruto no say naruto really quick naruto thank you it it sounds so weird no no you got it go ahead um but yeah i've I've played a lot of the dragon ball games and uh, granted most of those are fighters uh dragon ball sagas is a game that always always comes to mind where they tried to do a more uh adventure action game uh granted that game fucking sucks ass uh and not only that it like ends before like all of dragon ball was done and they just went up to i want to say like i don't even think it finished the whole cell saga like i felt like they they just kind of ended abruptly but i haven't played that game in god 20 years so I, I couldn't even tell you but that game was hot garbage uh I would always buy uh, whatever video game would come out. That like I know I've got like an Inuyasha game, and I could not tell you how that plays. I haven't, you know, touched it in years. Maybe I should do a stream where I just play like really bad anime games, uh, and just see what what they're like. Okay. Um, I know I've got a uh, a Full Metal Alchemist RPG as well, and that's okay. something. Okay. Um, but I, I think my biggest complaint from a lot of anime games is when they try to do the story of the anime in the video game. I just never feel like that works out. And this is one of the Kakarot's one of those games that kind of does that. Right? Oh, do OK. So let me talk about Kakarot. Let me get into it, because yeah. I think looking through my list, the only anime games I have is Kakarot. And then I guess I could we can make this the Persona episode, if you'll allow me to speak on yeah, Persona solely from a anime. I, I might want to sp- speak on Persona solely from a uh 
uh, trophy aspect because talking about the whole story of Persona would take too long. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to talk about, tro- I, hey, I'm here for the trophies. I'm a trofer. That's <laughs> what I call people now they get trophies. I've been playing a lot of this uh, Fallout and they're always talking about people with like, you're, you're, you know, you're one of these's or like, you know, in, um, in uh, outer worlds, they call everyone spacers. So yeah. I was like, I'm a trofer. I get trophies. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm part of the trophy legion. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the best way I can describe it is you're buying a video game where it's mostly just you watching cutscenes mm-hmm. and then doing uh, the same fight a hundred times and in between it just when they were like oh fuck we need more video game in here uh go get eight peaches for me because chi chi needs to make a meal yeah um this game is not fun yeah it starts got that it starts at the beginning of dragon ball z also they call it the complete dragon ball z story bullshit no garlic jr saga well to be fair that's not canon say it doesn't happen i'm gonna fucking punch you it didn't happen it's in the, the manga. best saga it's it's uh, that's that's rough to say by the you time really you're listening to this saga? by the time you're listening to this uh, also uh majin boo in five minutes from uh mega 64 will be out oh yeah so you've probably watched it but go watch it again did they I, I, hey it's they, great you know what they didn't it's do great like junior shut the fuck up you you know what you should tell them to do that i uh, <laughs> that so when I went to Southern California uh-huh. and hung out with them and Rock was like, look what we're doing. We're going to be putting this out. We're doing Majin Buu in five minutes. Before I could talk, he just looked at me was like, we're not doing fucking Garlic Jr. <laughs> so um, that rules. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> Holy shit. I have a, a listen. What's really the what best do you saga? like about Garlic Jr.? What, what is it I've that told you, like you about that? The Garlic Jr. saga is a it's funny to call it my, the best one because everyone gets mad. Right. And B, the my history with the Garlic Jr. saga, I think I've told this, is that for a couple years in a row, me and my friend Brad across the street, would they would always play the Garlic Jr. Right. saga from beginning to end on Toonami on Halloween night. We would go trick-or-treat and get all our candy, go back and trade and go through it while we watched the Garlic Jr. saga. The yeah. actual best saga is Cell Saga, and I yeah. would I would fight anyone on that. Yeah, I but the it's one funny thing I will to keep say, saying but it's funny to me to keep saying Garlic Jr. saga. What's cool about Garlic Jr. is you get to have Gohan actually be the hero. Like he's the one that has to stand up and fight, right? And that's cool. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, that's also what happens in Cell Saga. Yeah, but that's what all Dragon Ball was supposed to be was Gohan taking the reins and becoming the hero, and then they did that and took it away immediately. And then they were just saga. like, ah, Goku. Yeah. Um so anyway, uh, this game is in four chapters. It's Saiyan Saga uh, 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 Frieza Saga, Cell Saga, and Majin Buu Saga. But really, what it is is that it's just watching. There's two types of cutscenes: either full voiced cutscenes where you can either, where like you can't skip the dialogue, mm-hmm. but it just goes along, or just dialogue ones where you have to keep hitting X. I eventually, after a while, went. I am just watching what I already know. Fuck yeah. this, and I skipped all the cutscenes just to get through the game. And I will tell you that was part way through. The Saiyan Saga. About the time that I was done with Raditz, I was like, fuck this. Because when it was yeah. like watching him talk about, uh, talk to King Kai and King Kai making jokes, I'm like, fuck this, I'm out. And so I just got through it. This game took me a better part of a week and a half uh, because it's just too fucking long. It and 
there's so much they're like we got to have end game shit <laughs> um how it works is really simple it's you the game puts you in like episodes of the show where it's like, it'll open up and I'll have the, it, it, it does have a lot of like really cool parts to it. Like it opens with Chala Hey Chala as like the opening title screen. And then you get in and then like, when you're talking to it, it makes the Shenron comes up and it puts up the name of the episode, just like it does in the show. It's like, it's got the right touches. Yes. The only problem is that it's charm. Gohan, go talk to Piccolo. Okay. Fly over here. And you're in this big open world. And this big open map for each area is filled with all these orbs and they are the uh, currency that you need to unlock new things on the skill tree. But also you need to find D metals because those are what you use to uh, go to the training ground. And once you've hit a level threshold to unlock new moves, but also you need a lot of materials to build the, like the hyperbolic time chamber or not the hyperbolic time chamber, but the, 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 the gravity chamber that's in, uh, capsule corpse so that you can upgrade new parts of those moves so it's literally just hey you're you're playing dragon ball z but at the same time it's like you need i need you to go get eight thousand small bolts and you need some zenny and you need to go get 14 rare peaches and three black meteorites it's it's just getting materials for the sake of getting materials so that there's something new to do yeah it's just fetch quest the game whenever, as you move around oh go ahead sorry. oh i was gonna say whenever this game was coming out it was being like sold as a oh this we're recreating the story of dragon ball as a like an rpg kind of and never in my wildest imagine uh oh my god never in wildest my wildest dreams, dreams yeah uh, would I have imagined that it would have been just the fetch quest part of RPGs? Like it's literally uh, just the fetch quest part of RPGs. It was just so irritating. What's even like, worse is that they put you on these big maps to go from here to here to here. They they put it with little but, enemies that well, yeah. can just roll up on you. The problem is you can't see them. Yeah, you, they're you, like you, a pin pin small. So they'll just be looking around. I was like, oh, I need to use my key vision. Look at this. Oh, I got hit in the back with a robot, and the fights aren't hard no. they are so easy and they're just annoying because here's how you fight in dragon ball z uh you press circle to punch you press square to throw a key blast and that's it yep. and you can like hold i think it's l2 to do one of your super moves but most of the time the people move out of the way so what it is he's just like oh it's a new guy uh, circle, 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 and then if it's a boss, they're gonna they're gonna keep uh, guarding, so you have to break through their thing, and then they'll. Okay, so here, here's the other. Here's the biggest thing that annoyed me about this game, honestly, and I hate this. This is my like, you know how you get mad the minute that a game stops what it's doing to yeah, tell you yeah, anything, yeah. and you're like, it's terrible. This is my thing for that. Uh, w- let's say I'm Goku and I want to do a Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. Well, I need to hold L2 and then press the button that I put Kamehameha on, and he'll do the wind-up Kamehameha. If a guy hits you in the middle of that, it ends the animation and you don't do the com- the Kamehameha, right? Right. For villains, let's say uh, fucking when you're fighting Vegeta and he's going to do like a big fucking Big Bang attack or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and he'll like wind up. You'll be there hitting on him doesn't break his shit yeah nothing breaks their shit and what'll happen sometimes is if you're hitting in the middle of it they'll hit you once and it'll put you in a stun state and you'll sit there for four seconds like catching your it's breath while so they just unload on you it's so there is no fun to this game yeah it which is really unfortunate i think it's 
there was one fun to this game, but you go first. Yeah, because whenever I was playing it, um, I did catch on to that, and that was something I really hated, was that I couldn't put my opponent in a stun state, and the only thing that I could found, uh, find that was like super successful for me was using like a, a meteor strike kind of attack, so it'd be, you know, hold L1, hit or L2, whatever, hit triangle, and it's the move that just dashes you at your opponent and you just punch yeah. them as hard as you can, and then they fly, and then you can hit square really quick to follow to up. follow them up, yeah. And I would just chain that over and over till my key ran out, and then I would back up from them, recharge key, do it over. Uh, so what I would do is... <laughs> so who was your... You have to play as very specific people, but they mm -hmm. give you, like, chances to pick, and, like, you can have one person a higher level than the other... Who was your go-to person in this game during like parts where you weren't made to play as one person? I mean, Piccolo was the only thing that made sense for me, right? Incorrect. The best Piccolo. character is Gohan. I mean, Gohan is, yeah. Gohan has this move called the Rising Dragon Uppercut or whatever. Uh -huh. That is that same thing. He dashes up and he hits him yeah. as hard as he fucking can. And then what happens is you get to follow up, follow up, follow up, and a, the last follow up is always to bash them into the ground and then you can just do right in their face a su super kamehameha yeah. and you just drain their health bars yeah. um the one part of this game this is going to sound stupid that i legitimately found fun is that when you do side quests you can get or when you find the dragon balls you can wish old villains back to life and when you do you get side quests to get what are called soul emblems mm-hmm and you can take the soul emblems and put them on Dragon Ball Z community boards. Yeah. And the like social link board. Yeah, there's a social link board and different people. If there's social link to different things, we'll give there's like there's one for being a Z fighter. There's one for being cooking. There's one for training. There's one for development. There's one for being an adult. There's one for being a god. And there's one for being an adventurer. And the only one that matters is the training one, because if you get yeah. the training one max, you get 100 percent XP. So it was really fun of like, all right, I need this mission. If I do this, I'll get all of the Ginyu Force. And the Ginyu Force will all give <laughs> themselves a bonus. And then I'll do this quest to get super protein powder so I can raise the Ginyu Force's uh, training level. But also I can put over here and I'll put, oh, King Kai, if I do this thing, I'll get bubbles. And bubbles and King Kai will get a thing. And then, oh, but if I put over here, I'll put... Uh, gohan and then gohan and piccolo will go off each other but also gohan and videl can go off each other and then on the other ring i could put nappa and uh raditz and vegeta together as the saiyans but if i put raditz on the side and he's like i beg for you know i was i i, I don't want to die what's that called when you're like he's begged off there was some other character from the frieza saga like dabora that did the same thing so, that, so it was really fun of making the web to get to the max level i didn't give a shit about any of the other ones except the gods one was super simple because it gave me more orbs which was nice and then the other ones could just like fuck right off because you gave a shit up. there's a cooking mechanic in the game where you can eat meals to get bust but you don't really fucking need it and like the adult one was like for more money or it was easier to buy things which was nice for like one or two quests but i did legitimately have fun hunting down all the metals to make the perfect uh training board so I, that was nice yeah i i like that system i thought it was a really cute and like interesting way of getting your like stat bonuses and whatnot i just don't know if the dragon ball game was the one to put that exactly in, you know? exactly exactly but you know what whatever it was better than the actual game it at least um, shows that hey they, they've got the idea of something very solid and concrete i would like to see them put that in something else though like if they do that for it, the, maybe they'll put it in the the, the, the one, one piece, piece game. yeah like i think that could be really cool especially because again with that one piece game it's not trying to retell the story of one piece which i think is one infinitely more interesting 
of an approach because there's just people in a fucking boat who cares no you you don't even i just passed I the 1000th issue of it fucking crazy I'm 53 away from the um, end of it or well not the end of it but where it, i would be caught it'll up never end hiatus. it will never no, end no it that is. guy that guy will die and then someone no, 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 like, don't oh, say that <laughs> don't no, say no, don't I put that in I, I didn't mean it I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean like he was going to pass away. Now. I mean, he's going to write it until he dies in no, like no, no, three no. years. And, uh, let me finish my thought. He's going to write this thing into the ground for the next 30 years. And then he's going to die. And then someone's come up and said, well, it turns out the one piece was actually on the second spirit world of our planet. Oh, and man. they're going to have to go through a tunnel and it's going to be the whole world. And they're going to do the so, whole thing over again, but backwards. Okay. Hang on. You're going to, you're going to have to uh, deal with me for one second here. Uh, first, uh, well, I'm not like oh, well, in just this. just some real quick. Uh, he is ending the 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 final arc is the next arc. So uh, yeah, right. I'll believe it when it happens. <laughs> no, he's been saying that for years now, and his publisher will never let him. And and uh, well, that's okay. I, I have two going ideas about that. I think it will either just end, or I think that he is going to say this is done. I'm done with this. And he'll give it to his uh, his assistant. They'll that works find on the it with one him. piece monkey D. And Luffy. he'll do a new story. Oh, wait, what did what did um what did uh, Jeff Keeley call M- monkey Deluffy? Deluffy. Deluffy the monkey or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jeff, come on, man. Wait, Jeff, you got to read the one De- piece. Yeah. Monkey Deluffy. No, what will happen is yeah, he'll end it and. I think it, it'll Mutt be like a Shippuden, will, like Naruto. Will find, like yeah, he'll find the One Piece, and he'll have a kid with because that lady with the big titties, and then 20 years later, his kids his, will go off Yeah, on there will be boat. a new crew or something We gotta like find that. the... It's called Two Piece. Well, that's the thing, is that... Um, where hey, I you didn't am, laugh at my shut up. You didn't laugh at my great joke. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> the t- they'll call it. They'll call it two piece. The 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 two piece with a biscuit. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I I think um, but with with one piece, I'm starting to have this feeling that the one piece is actually just the book. <laughs> What's like the like the book that, that i read like the book of one piece like one piece is the one piece like well there's a thousand of them so no well that's the thing is that as the story has been going on w- like we don't know what the one piece is but i do know that there are at least it's something the, name of the treasure on the grand line <laughs> oh ho, ho, he took a bite of gum the, gum it's on laugh tail and uh, don't give it up no we're, we're singing the good song now. no this, is, this is not it's it's i'll play the, i'll play that video game only if they put that song in the no, game no they can't They're, it's gonna be they better put like a new rendition of we are and i'm gonna cry oh, and it's gonna be great on the grand line but no, no it's the best song i think that it's gonna be this us reading the story of it because spoilers if you haven't read all 1000 issues go ahead quick, spoilers nobody gives a shit uh uh, they they just did a couple chapters where I I read yeah. where it's about yeah. Gold Roger going to it, the Grand isn't Line. He, isn't he like Luffy's dad or something? No, he he's unrelated to him, uh, and he he dies before he dies twenty years before Luffy, uh, you know, does his adventure. But the thing because is, that's is the that the opening of the cool right. rap song is no. that he's on his knees and <laughs> like I had all of my treasure in in one piece. One piece. Yeah. <laughs> don't give it up luffy dream it don't give it up something (laughs) when when he's like leaving the crew like his crew and he's like Uh, we're not finishing this episode until i hear you say yo ho ho he took a bite of gum gum he took a bite of gum gum no Uh, don't do it in the gross (laughs) voice i hate that gross voice you love it it's so good i hate it anyway Um, go ahead 
I th- he he like steps off the ship and his whole crew is laughing and they're just like wow that was that was wonderful I can't believe because at the end of it there was the the missing piece of history that happened 800 years ago during the 100 year gap and he just laughs and he's like wow joy boy I wish I could have been there to see shut up joy boy yeah sucks. see I don't I don't know who joy boy is yet but I can only surmise that it's, it's definitely Luffy um and he's like I wish we could have been there to see your adventure too bad we were too early to see it and so I'm like oh, okay cool like that's Luffy Luffy is the tale right but the thing is is that they read about the history and I'm having this feeling that that's going to be us at the end of it is when they get to the one piece they're going to figure out what happened but the one piece itself was just the book called one piece that we all read for the last 30 years that's horseshit i think that's what it might be but that's the one piece was the friendship we we it's not even that it's just the one piece is you just read it (laughs) that's what it was (laughs) and how did he hide the book that didn't happen yet well they're on these giant uh stone tablets called pun uh glyphs and uh no 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 no. the basis of this oh the story yeah is it is it and i want to say this uninterrupted Yes. The basis of this show, as I was sold by the anime on Fox Tech Kids <laughs> on the Fox Box, right. was that a was that a pirate man uh-huh. who was about to be put to death? Yes. Said he took all of his treasure and put it in one piece. Yes. And then twenty years later, some little shithead ate some uh, yo ho ho. He took a bite <laughs> of gum gum. Yes. And then went out searching for it. There is no possible physical way that at the end of that what he finds is a book about getting to the book. Yeah. How, who was writing the is. book? Who was writing the book? Uh, it, himself. That's the thing is that it will oh, be Joy Boy positing, from 800 years ago. You're positing that there's some sort of fucking time loop. I don't think it's necessarily a time loop. I just think it would have to be a time something... loop for, for Luffy to find a book about himself. There would have to be a time loop well that's the thing is i think it's just a reincarnation right i think it sucks shit and i hope that no. at the end of it i shut up <laughs> i hope at the end of it they get there and it's literally like it's just one piece of gold but it weighs as much as like a black hole like the middle of it <laughs> yeah. it's like a neutron star made of gold and it was like oh it's one piece of gold he took eight quadrillion dollars worth of gold melted into one piece and it weighs a trillion tons <laughs> um I don't want to talk about One Piece anymore. I want to go That's back fair. to talking We're about... We're going to play a whole game on it, and then we'll talk about it then. There you go. I want to talk about <laughs> the trophies for Dragon Ball... Yes. Uh, Z Kakarot, the platinum, which I got, Dragon Ball Master, is basically mostly just play... It starts with mostly just play the game. There's one... Yeah. Um, oh, I did want to note, just to shit on this game more, I wrote myself a note that reminded me. The very first mission of this game mission of this game is you are Piccolo escorting a baby Gohan. They start with an escort mission. I knew I was in a trouble off the gate. Um so mostly it's just play the game, right? <clears throat> Nothing is missable, thankfully. Uh there are a lot of grinds and there's some collectible shit, but it's not too hard. Uh as you play the game, how it works is that when you're playing the uh, main game you're going through and you're doing like, let's say the Saiyan saga, you'll get to a break where you have a little break in the middle and they'll let you go and do some sub quests and do some things to get some things. And then you go to the next one, you go to the next one. The trophies are mostly for combat. Uh, like there's no like do a thousand damage with a, with this type of move, right? It's all shit outside of that. All the combat trophies are 
about getting things to do in combat or defeating people, but there's nothing you have to like it, like in fallout where I need to do so much damage with specific weapons here. It's just like, now you just got to beat a bunch of enemies. Right. So it, that, that's what makes the, the game kind of brain dead. Cause it literally just is, well, I'm going to just tap circle until I'm done Yeah. to get the platinum for this game. Things that you're going to want to work on are, uh, what's kind of nice is like they have these sub stories that you need to do. You don't need to do all you need to do about 10 after a while. You won't need to do them anymore because you need to be level a hundred by the end of that game for the super secret boss that's outside of the game. But there's a DLC that you can buy for a couple bucks. That is just an endless fight against Whis and Beerus for items that will just power level you. I didn't know I bought that and I didn't know how it worked until I was already done with the game. But if I wanted to, and if you're crazy enough to do it, to make this game even easier, you can start this game, go into a new power part one, fight Whis for like 10 hours and just power level to 100 and then play the whole game as a level 100 <laughs> Goku. Now, but the problem with that is there's parts of the games where you can't be Goku. Right. And so you'd have to do it again with each one. So it would probably suck to do that. Mm-hmm. but it's an option if you want to make this easier i mean if you um, know the story of dragon ball you're gonna play goku as a like that's a you, lot of it <laughs> i'd say that goku gohan and goku and gohan are the are the most the important means, ones yeah. the only four people that you can five people that you can play on play as are goku Gohan. no six goku gohan piccolo vegeta future trunks and gotenks that's all you can play as. There's a bunch of other characters that you can have as side characters. Like you can, one of the best side characters, Krillin, because you just use his solar flare and it instantly stuns a bad guy. And then you just beat the shit out of him. Okay. So I don't want to go over all the trophies because it would be really boring. I just want to go over some of the bullshit trophies. Right. So here's one. You have to get 100 D medals. Those are just things that you get through doing quests, whatever. It's not that hard. Then you have to use those D medals and you have to go to the training grounds and you have to use them to unlock 10 separate new moves on one person. The problem is that until the end of the game, you don't get to use the same person enough. So you have to, but you have to constantly be using them because if you don't use them on Vegeta, then he won't be powerful enough, powerful enough for when he has his Frieza fight. And then you won't be able to do his boo fight. So you've got to keep upgrading these people knowing that it doesn't matter. That's kind of shit. Mm -hmm. There's a trophy for when you collect things, King Kai will send you a telepathic joke and he'll see like, oh, you're collecting a lot of orbs. The thing is, there's no mention of what the threshold is and which map, which one he's going to talk about. So it ends up with you just flying around randomly collecting shit, hoping he's going to talk to you. Once he does, he won't talk to you again on that map. So you got to change another map and you got to do that 20 times. Grinding bullshit. You got to make 10 wishes on the Dragon Balls. So the Dragon Balls work are very simple. The Dragon Balls go out to seven separate locations all around the world. Now they show up on your map so you don't, it's not hard. You can put a little, uh, like, uh, point on it and it'll take you right to it yeah. but then once you make a wish on the dragon balls the dragon balls disappear for 20 real human minutes <laughs> Genius, that's 200 right? minutes of waiting just for the dragon balls <laughs> uh, and the wishes suck it's mostly yeah. the wishes that you make on the dragon balls are to bring past bad guys back to life so you can get their medals because the only other wishes you can wish is you can wish for zenny you get 30,000 zenny which isn't that much you get way more money just playing the game uh, you can get uh, more orbs, which is worth it. You can get some orbs or you can get some powerful items. And the powerful items they give you are a bunch of meals, a bunch of, uh, they give stats, a bunch of meals that give XP up, which you should be eating anytime. And then they give you a bunch of items that are gifts to increase soul rank on that community board, whatever. 
So it's literally just, I need a warp over here. I go find the metal. I need a warp over here. I go get the thing. I need a warp. So it's doing that seven times to get all seven Dragon Balls. And then, okay, I'll go do something else. And 20 minutes later, and it's just so boring because they're always in the same locations. So you know where they are. And it's just yeah. fucking boring. Not only that, um, like, it's, I, I know that we're kind of in trophies. It's not even fun to traverse the world, really. No, you it, just fly. It's Everything's like, the controls suck. Like, and you, you can fly in super mode. And if you fly in super mode and you pass one of those random enemies that's like five, at least five lowers, uh, levels lower than you, you'll insta kill it. And there's a trophy for doing that fifty times. The problem is that you're now dealing in flying in a three D space. Yeah. So it would be easy, like in a game like Persona Four or Persona Five. This is a great one. In Persona 5, which I want to talk about trophies in that because it's the anime episode, there's a trophy. Oh, no, there's not a trophy for this. But when you're doing Mementos, when you're the cat bus, if you go fast and run into an enemy that's low level, it just kills it. You get some stuff, you move on. Mm-hmm. In here, it's not as easy because it's not 2D space of just I run into the guy. It's I need to, I, you can only do it when you're going at the, like, the fast speed yes which it's hard to control small motions when you're doing that because you have to control your pitch and your you know going up and down with l1 or r1 makes you go up and r2 makes you go down yeah which and was so it's, awful it's really feeling. fucking weird and so the thing is oh the they'll show you on like your little radar hey there's a guy 200 meters away from you and so i'll speed to him and the thing is he'll have flown up just a foot and i'll pass underneath him and so i'll try to turn around to get him and i might slow down and then he'll fucking rocket like the flash in and then i'll have to fight some guy that's 10 levels lower than me and it's a useless fight so that one sucks um what's another one that sucks you have to find 10 boulders blocking caves there's only 12 in the game and they're late they're gated by your level so you have to wait until you're done and go back and find them uh you have to find the recipes and make five full course meals that's just oh well cool i found this recipe now i got to go oh I have to hunt down golden venison meat. So there's these golden venison, golden packs of deer that there's a one in 10 chance. Every time I come to the map, there'll be a gold one. And then I have to get it and I have to hit it. And I hope it gives me fucking boring. Uh, there's a fishing mini game. Fucking boring. boring. There's getting a hundred super attacks or masteries in the skill attack tree. That just comes with time. That's fine. Uh, there's this whole building of cars and shit with Bulma useless and boring. And you have to get all these dumb parts that are hard to find. Because it's like, well, I need two axle shaft M's, but I need two more for the other one. And there's only one place the axle shaft M will spawn. And it's got a chance. And what you can do is like, because they need almost the same parts for this car you have to build and this robo walker you need to build. Is that you just fucking save the game because you can save the game at any time. Make one, reload your save, get your parts back, make the other one. Because who fucking cares? Because you're (laughs) never, when you can fly at a billion miles an hour, why would you ever want to drive a car? I will say... It's part of the main game, and it's a side quest you never need to know, but I did enjoy this. The episode where Goku gets his driver's license that was sold on that tape from Burger King yeah. is a main mission in this game. Oh, that rules. You have to do one like car race, and it's like, oh, you have to dodge these cars, and it's really hard. And then you realize if you run into a car, your car just goes over it. So it's really just <laughs> a, like you think there would be some challenge and some skill. Nope, it's just hold forward. Yeah. Fucking boring. Um unlock 400 entries in the z encyclopedia i don't even know how i did that you just do so much shit that it 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 gets unlocked eventually yeah you have to do a bunch of training challenges for the turtle school you know why this trophy sucks Hmm. there's no way to check what the trophy the 
challenges are for the turtle school you just have to keep playing the game and hope you're unlocking oh, them God. and maybe every once in a while i'll say you've unlocked one and then you have to go back to roshi on his little comic island and talk to him and i'll go you completed a challenge and then you'll get some items and but that it won't do all the ones you've done at once it doesn't in tiers so apparently behind the scenes there's like 30 challenges in 10 tiers of each so when you talk to him it's like oh we'll do whatever the nearest tier so you, you end up like going back to him once every couple hours and just having to talk to him for five minutes going through these menus of here's some stuff i did it here's some stuff i did it here's some stuff i did it fucking terrible um the one of the harder ones is performing 10 z combos so why that's hard is a z combo is when you are allowed to have a sidekick you can't always have a sidekick what it is is that you can hold, I think it's L is R1 to open up their super attack assist button. And when you do a super attack, you target one guy and they'll do one of the attacks. That's why Krillin's the best here because Krillin's don't do any damage. And I'll tell you why that's important in a second. When you use a super attack, they get a little bit of meter. And when they get all the way through, you can hold L1 and R1 to do a Z attack, which is an unblockable move where you all attack together. If you have more than one person with you, both of them have to be tops. You can't just use one of them. So it's really good to just roll around with one guy because they don't get meter at the same time. Krillin will get more meter than Vegeta, but Vegeta's will come up faster. It's really fucking bullshit. So in 10 different fights, you need to get Krillin up to the top and hit it. The thing is, those fights are over so fast that you'll accidentally kill him before Krillin gets all his meter. So what it ends up being is I bring Krillin, he stuns him, I sit there, I block and dodge the guy so that he can't hit me until Krillin gets his thing back up. It's really fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, there is one for getting a super finish, which is um, I don't, there was this thing called surge mode, which I don't ever understand how you went into surge mode. You have to kill an enemy as a super saiyan in surge mode with a super attack. So basically kill somebody as you're a super saiyan with a Kamehameha. I eventually just got it, but I don't know how, because they keep saying go into surge mode. There's so many fucking systems in this game. There really there's are surge mode and key and this and that, and there's no good way to explain. I think there is a way you can look it up, but I, I don't know what surge is. All I know is I got the trophy overall. I found this game to be boring, monotonous, and kind of lame. Yeah. The end of the game ramps up so much because Majin Buu's a fucker. Yeah, I mean, that's Majin, what he's meant no, to be. Majin Buu is a fucker for one reason. He's got an unblockable attack that turns you into a piece of candy, which is a stun <laughs> for six seconds. Oh, and you, you don't think, get to actually like fight with the candy like uh, no Vegeta no no you're just candy. you stand there and he just beats the shit out of you now you think okay well when somebody wants to send out an attack like a mayor or mayor or whatever they show this red like they show this red lane of like don't stand in this or you're gonna get kamehameha mm -hmm. it's kind of nice his fo auto follows me so it's like you can press i think it's uh or uh which one button was it it's X. You can press X to basically do like a little instant transmission dodge right. where you can go from side to side. And that thing, it's like, it doesn't matter how fast you are. That thing follows you. And if you don't dodge it just the right second, you're candy for six seconds and he beats the shit out of you. And I then he'll that. do that thing where I'm going to beat the shit out of him and hit me once and I'll be stunned for eight seconds. So those fights just end up. Now, here's the reason why this game is so easy. You can never die. You know why? At any time, you can hold down on the D-pad and you get the menu of your healing items. It doesn't matter if you're stunned. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a Kamehameha. It doesn't matter if you're candy. At any time, you can always pull that up and immediately use an item. So you can just have 99 super triple health potions and a billion Kenku, not Kenku, 
what are those fucking uh, beans called? Uh, sensu? Sensu beans that give you all your health back. So it's like, oh no, I'm about to die. No, I'm not. And so you'll. I never got one game over this whole game because you can't die. I died. <laughs> How did you die? Uh, it was like really early on. And did you not know about this great this one one good trick that Frieza doesn't want you to know about? No, it was it was just fighting Raditz because I you died to Raditz. Yeah, because I did. I just Everyone... went immediately into the fight, and he kept doing that like bullshit where he has this like kick uh that you can see the wind up but it's got this long ass range that it just follows you uh and then what i learned was that the whole game you just mash x the whole time when you're not attacking yeah yeah just keep moving is terrible just always be dodging yeah just always Uh, be dodging you died to raditz i want everyone listening to this to email the podcast (laughs) and just this is all i want the podcast email is I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. Subject line, you died to Raditz, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then the body of it is ha 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 ha. <laughs> All in caps. And then sign your name. I want to see like 100 emails like this. I, want, I hope on. we get 100. That's all I want. That would be hilarious. That would make my day. All I want. Um, for fun, I give this game a one. I give this game a no trophies. It's not fun. No. It you know no well, well the the community board thing was fun no it gets a one mm-hmm. it's getting no trophies from me it wasn't fun it was boring it was long for no reason they artificially padded out it's like there there's so many artificial paddings of like oh you can't just go straight from you know Vegeta can't land on the planet and go try to beat up uh uh frieza he's got to go first and talk to this guy and talk to this guy and gohan and them have got to go and fly from one side of the map to the other to get the blessing of the big fat guru guy and then go talk to nail and go and there's so much fucking bullshit in the middle that just cut that out and make it fights uh trophy wise it's easy it's nothing's missable there's just a lot of grinding the end game of this is two things it's They've got this thing called villainous parties, which is um, you'll find these stationary bad guys in the map that are sheathed in red and they've got a set level. And how it works is that uh, there's three, four different sections. It's like where you beat all of the red guys, then they'll, those are like, think of it like, um, did you ever play Shadow of Mordor? Uh no no I never okay did. but you I've know, never been a big Lord little, of the Rings fan so. that's fine but you saw that system they have where it's like the captains and the super captains and the generals yes yes I'm so that's the best that. way I put it so it's like the oh, it's first like the one nem- like there's uh, five nemesis system, system. Yeah. there's like five bad guys on the map and they're all level thirty and you get these at like level twenty five so it's like I got a level up and you come back you fight all level thirties and then three so you fight five level thirties and then three level thirty five show up and then a level forty shows up and the the first level is always just whatever the mokes of that uh arc were because there's like basically one for each arc so it's like the first time it's just these robots from red ribbon because they don't have anyone else during the saiyan saga right yeah. then the second time around it's just like a bunch of villainous versions of like raditz and napa and then the last one is a super villainous version of frieza or not frieza uh vegeta and so you do that all the times and at the end that unlocks the the ultra super boss mira who is just uh, yeah. some fucking made up person. He's and from uh, be- Dragon Ball Heroes. 
uh, who gives it's a an fuck arcade game. He's level 100 and you just got to beat him up. Yeah. So you do got to grind. If you will spend a little bit on the DLC, you don't got to grind because you just go beat up Weiss just like about four times. And they give you these items that you can use on people to just grant experience. Right. Um, I'm going to give this game for platinum. I'm going to give it a three. It's easy. Nothing is missable, but it's just boring. I'm going to so give this a, a silver? Uh, silver. I'm going to okay. give it a silver. Uh, you did not platinum this game, but no. you did play it. What would you just give it for fun? Uh, it's tough for me to say right now because I I want to play more of it to, to no. give a full I'm, thing. Uh, Chris, Chris. Yes. I'm your friend. <laughs> you care. I'm talking to you from a place of caring. Yes. You don't have to play this game. I want to. It's been a game that's been on my list for a long time because I love Dragon Ball. It's just I love Dragon Ball, too. My biggest gripe with it is that the gameplay is not fun. I like whenever they first announced it, I was like, cool, we get to do. Remember when we did the South Park episode and it was like uh, the, the world. Uh, the virtual worlds that we get to explore yeah. that we've seen yeah. forever. I was like, oh man, we get to fly around the Dragon Ball world. That's not fun though in this game. So it's no, like the Dragon Ball world is just like a barren wasteland of dinosaurs. Yeah, it. But everyone's not even that. It's, you know, and then every once in a while, you get to go to do, you get to go into a city, and the thing is the the map the the map your map system when you're in a city doesn't show you the rest of that region, just right. the city. And it'll say, well, you need to go over here. I can't see that because I'm in it, so I got to fly yeah. out of the city, and then it'll pop up. It's very fucking boring. What yeah. are you giving? This, what are you giving this game? And, I don't want to talk about this game anymore. I know, but real quickly, and then the the combat itself. It's I don't understand why Budokai. I think was a totally fine fighting game where you had a, a kick, a punch, a block, uh, and and a key blast, and all of those combined to make special attacks. I don't see why we've dumbed that down so much to where it's just square and circle. So. I hate that as you a combat. Not about triangle. That's what gets yeah. you back your super meter. Yeah, but it's. I just don't understand. Well, why I think we... that's surge. Oh, I just realized what surge was. Sometimes when you hold triangle, triangle. and you surge yeah. up, they'll have this other bar on the side, and if it's popped up, you go into like ultra. You get real mad, and I think that's surge mode. Even even that. Whenever I did that, I was like, I think this is surge mode. They keep saying it's like sure, you're you know? in. I think I, I remember this now. They keep saying you're in surge mode. You can fire two kamehamehas. And it's like, that help when people yeah. just move out of the way rate this game it's it's a bronze for me right now that's 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 higher than i gave it because i i think they're i mean it is charming to to go around and you experience learn. some of it but the longer it goes the more you're just kind of like yeah i don't care anymore you know it's it's that kind of game. I, I think this is kind of focused. Or this is kind of built off of like the Xenoverse games, and those I think are a little bit better because you simply get to play in a new story that isn't just the Dragon Ball story you've seen a hundred billion times. You get to play as your own character that you get to make, which is arguably more fun than just playing with Goku, who gets to do the thing that only Goku gets to do through the whole show because he's on a straight line from beginning to end so i just you know that's where this game i think just really falls apart is that it is just the dragon ball story i would i would say don't play the game go watch dragon ball z yeah that's exactly what i say because there's nothing this game is going to give you that's better than that than just watching it just go watch it i kind of hate that i made it my 1300th overall platinum because now it's on my like milestone bar and i gotta look at it but it will remind me that uh you know dragon ball is cool yeah, that, but this again, is the this is the game's biggest sin. You want to know the game's biggest sin? Huh. 
all of the trophies are pictures of characters from Dragon Ball Z, and not one of them's Mr. Satan. What? Fuck out with that. That's the best like, character. Even Yajirobe, like Yajirobe gets two separate trophies with his Yajirobe is it. completely forgotten by the Frieza saga. <laughs> Give Come me on. Mr. Satan. He's the best character the best. in all of Dragon Ball Z. He's the I hero. Only own, I He's... only own two Dragon Ball Z figures and they're both Mr. Satan. Look, if it wasn't for Mr. Satan, Earth would have died to boo. 100%. Like completely. 100%. It's He's only because of Mr. Satan that we're still alive. Ah, uh, but yeah, it's it's why I'm it's more interested game. in in the One Piece game because it's a new story written yeah. by Echiro Oda. Cannot wait for something just different stated, than what I've already read. We've so, already stated this. I know, and but it, yeah, just reiteration of of just you know, kind of a bummer that this is the only thing. Have, it's the only thing they make for Dragon Ball now. It's just hey, you want to see the story again? No, I want something new. You know, I mean, they made that fighting game that's apparently very good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, this that, that the is a fighting fine, game, though. But... I don't count anime fighters are still fighting games, not anime games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Before, listen, we talked about a very bad anime game. I want to talk yeah. about very good anime platinums. But before I do, because I'm not going to be able, you're not going to be able to stop me. Uh, <laughs> is there any anime games that you would like to maybe spotlight and talk about right now? Is like, hey, this is an anime game to play that won't make you uh, hate your time. Ooh. Yeah, uh, but I mean, you're not going to agree with this, but I would say go play the, you know, the one, the one piece, uh, warrior games, the ones that play like dynasty warriors, because at least they're just turn your brain off and play dynasty warriors, but it, you know, skinned as one piece. Um, I don't know. Uh, honestly, if you, if you want to play a dragon ball, hold on, game, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. I'm not going to allow you to call it that game because once again, <laughs> that's a dynasty warriors. It's not because it's one piece. That's a dynasty warriors game. It, dynasty warriors games. I, that's the same reason I'm not bringing up like dragon or uh, persona five, uh, strikers because that's just a yeah. Musou game, but it's not an anime. I want you to dig in deep. And can you mm. think of a game that is an anime game that isn't them just taking an anime and, and skinning it on over something? Yes. Jump. Have you heard about Jump Force? No. Okay. That's a you know fighting what? Game, <laughs> you know what? Sucks. Full, shit. full honestly, go play the Digimon games. The Digimon World games okay, specifically. Sure. Those games fucking rule. Tell uh, me Digimon, on this cyber. Somebody keeps telling me to play this Cyber, cyber Sleuth. Sleuth okay, look. Uh, you got five minutes. Sell me what this okay. is. Digimon Cyber Sleuth is a uh, mystery RPG game uh, that has. When you say mystery, do you mean mystery dungeon or it's like it's no, a no, 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 it's 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 a mystery genre. Like got it's it, just like it, a okay. mystery game. I just uh, wanted to be sure. Yeah, where it, it's the mechanics are more closer to Pokemon. Like you will go around uh, with a team of Digimon that you usually it's like a three on three fight that you usually have. So it's, you know, similar to Pokemon in the way that you would capture new Pokemon. But it's instead it's the more you fight against Digimon, the higher your uh uh, data comes that like once you hit a hundred percent like you've seen this Digimon five times you can now recruit him to your team basically um, okay. okay so it's That's that. a little weird but yeah okay. but it's similar in the Pokemon aspect of like you have a, a team of your Digimon yeah yeah you but can in evolve Pokemon, in Pokemon if I find the rare one and I can catch it first I don't have to wait right. find it six more times exactly there are I think there's some that just kind of automatically because they're just stronger level but it's it's a it's got its own unique system but it, it feels more of like a dragon quest kind of fighting you know like a turn-based rpg as you would play um but it's 
kind of mixed with like that persona uh style of rpg i I guess it's more closer persona because in persona it's the same way like you you know get new personas uh after doing so much and you can like combine them to make new ones it's kind of like that uh there's uh the social link aspect of uh you know forming relationships with like other people and your digimon as well um to unlock newer higher forms um and the story plays out in that uh, kind of, you know, you, you walk into the office to talk to this character and then like the characters pop up on the screen and there's text boxes just like kind of persona. Uh, so it's the, the closest thing I'd say if, if you like Pokemon games, you like persona games and you just want to mash those two together. That's Digimon Cyber Sleuth. And it's, you know, it's a more of a I, I wouldn't call it an adult story, but, you know, it's a, it's a teen game. It's made for, you know, a little bit older of a crowd. So it's not as childish. There's, you know, more uh, heavier topics used throughout the series. But it's it's a really solid game series. I, I think they're both really good. Uh, they're totally worth playing. They're, they're a little bit long, especially if you're going for that platinum, because you will have to, you know, grind out, excuse me, a bunch of Digimon uh, through the game. But. I really enjoy those games. And not only that, outside of the Cyber Sleuth games, there are a bunch of just great Digimon games on their own. I think all of the world games, like, I would really want them to remaster these and or put them in an HD collection onto uh, the modern consoles because Digimon's World uh, 1, 2, and 3 are some of my favorite RPG games. And they all play different from each other. The first one plays um, like a Monster Rancher kind of game uh where you are raising one you know digimon and feeding it and training it and then you go to battle and you're trying to get through the world to get through the story at the same time the second one plays like a mystery dungeon game and then the third one plays more like a turn-based party rpg so they're all different in their own right and they're all fucking great um so yeah all the digimon games fantastic check those out and then of course you know if you want your uh, uh, more traditional RPGs, I would say the Dot Hack series is a fantastic game series where they're just now solid RPGs that you get to experience the story of like in Dot Hack One, you do all that, and all the items you get, the experience that you've gotten for your character carries over to the second game, which carries to the third, which carries to the fourth. It's so like I always thought that that was an interesting way of doing a game because then it's just like these ever expanding, you know, worlds uh that you get to explore with the same stuff that you've been able to do from the first game. So yeah, check those out. Uh we talk uh, we talk all about games on here and i talk about my my kind of the trophies i get when we talk about games i've never really talked about trophies that i've gotten in the past right and so i want to quickly talk about this is the anime episode we're never going to probably do a persona episode because um will we do a persona episode? yeah we absolutely are should then i not do this uh that's tough because we, I would say we should totally do a Persona Five episode, but it's when one of those it comes that out it's in like, October. When yeah. it comes out in October, well, okay. Even, no, I don't right. even know about October. It, it would be like maybe next year because it, it's going to take a while for me to at least play through the game. So. No, because I want to play, play it. it. I think I'm going to play it on Switch because okay. that will get me to play it because yeah. I can take it everywhere with me. You have. It comes out October 21st, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you right now, you have until December 1st to beat that game. I'm going to give you <laughs> a month. I'm going to give you five weeks. 
Ooh, can can you do? Can I? Could I do that? I I platinum that game in a week. That's insane. I've heard but that's like hurt. a ninety-hour RPG. Uh, let me tell you the times of my Persona platinums really quick. Mm-hmm. Now, the first one's gonna be a little off. It took me five years to platinum Persona Four Golden, but that's only because I played Persona Four before I got on my platinum kick, mm-hmm. and so by that uh, but i still wanted to get the trophies on a full run because i thought it was fun the one trophy i never wanted to get was and i hope when they put this out on ps5 they get rid of this trophy but hardcore reset fan of getting all the lines from her it's a grind and it's a slog and it sucks Mm. um persona 5 the original persona 5 i got in a week and six days that's from the day it came out so i got it in two weeks and then Persona 5 Royal, when that came out, a week and three days. And Persona 5 Royal, the EU version, when I played that again, a week and a day. Persona 5 Strikers, a week and three days. So you can absolutely get that Platinum in a week. Okay. If you uh, Just follow a guide and, tell, and you have it tell you exactly what to do, which I assume right. you're not going to do. You just playing the game and not worrying about the trophies and just doing it for fun could still easily play in that game in a couple weeks. Okay. Well, then so, maybe we do it in December then. Yeah, Let's the see. first episode, one of the episodes in December is going to be the Persona 5 episode. So then if we're not going to talk about Persona, well, leave this in. Let's talk about this. This episode, is it long enough? Are we done? Uh, Well, we've, we're at like an hour and 30. How are you guys? It's not over yet. How are you, you like it so far? I don't really have it. I'm looking through everything I've ever played just for more anime. I'm here at Anime uh, uh anime expo right now and there's a lot of people dressed up like uh carmen san diego for some reason i don't understand it and when i tell them they look like carmen san diego they yell something about uh that like uh trigun or something they get really mad at me that's my favorite thing to do is anyone dressed up like or no it's from vampire hunter d isn't it Mm. somebody that looks like they have a big red hat and you always they're like yo i found you carmen san diego and then they get really really angry and walk away (laughs) i can only imagine going to this convention with you just like totally clowning on everyone that walks you want to know what my my cosplay is what is your cosplay i wear i wear one cosplay every year on the mega 64 day so i bought some extra special things for this but i already i noticed that through dumb good and some other things i have some really stupid pairs of clothing that are matrix based so I bought this. Wait, hold on. I'm walking into my bedroom so I can see all the pieces. I have a Matrix Code. Uh, uh, what are, what kind of hats are these? The Gilligan hat. What are those called? Oh, bucket like a bucket hat. hat. Yeah. And it says "Free Your Mind" on the inside. I've got a Matrix mask. I bought a Matrix fanny pack. I have a big dumb shirt with Neo on it. I have uh. Shirt, uh, shorts from dumb good that just say the matrix over them i got these socks that just have they're the worst fucking socks of all time they've just got like morpheus and trinity and neo's face on it and then like a bunch of red and blue pills that look terrible and i got these kate swiss matrix shoes that are kind of uncomfortable to wear so i got some things that were good and i'm just gonna wear all this shit that says the matrix and my cosplay is i'm the matrix online <laughs> that rules you should you should go to the the sentinel <laughs> shut up everyone tells me i look like that guy and it seems like an insult because that guy looks he looks like a fucking, Seth Rogen, fucking right? nerd. no shut yeah. up i'm pretty i I think seth rogan's a good looking dude that doesn't discount it from you i'd, I'd let him peg me, me. you're calling me that i have a fat face what the fuck 
it's the anime off. episode. Turn this off. <laughs> what I'm excited to see at Anime Expo. Uh, video games, hot dogs, my friends, not anime. Um, is there anything you want me to pick you up from this convention? Yeah, pick up the, the Digimon promos. How do I do that? I think you just go to the booth and ask for them. Okay. They're like, Remind hey, we got me. a limited... It's like these three cards, I think, come in like a single thing. And If I have to stand in an hour line, I'm telling you that ain't happening. Yeah. But no, if it's, that's just totally grab, yeah. You know, it's just walk up and grab them, I will grab you. Yeah, if it's something simple like that, then that's totally... And like, I don't know, if, if you get your hands on a One Piece starter thing that they've got going... They like, make, um, are they making a card game or something? Yeah, there's a new card game that comes out uh, October, I want to say, uh, here in the West, but it's it's one of those things, like, I think they've got some of the pre-release, like, starter demo decks. It's like, if you get your hands on one of those, I would be ever so grateful, but, like, yeah. don't, don't like, go out of your way and waste, like, a bunch of time trying to do something. Like, like my if goal it's super for anime easy to do, very, go for it. If not, My goal worry. for Anime Expo is always the same. It's very simple. Me and my friends are gonna go. We start at one corner, and just go up and down the aisles yep. and just look at everything that looks fun. And if it's anything that's like this is a two and a half hour wait, I say go fuck yourself. The 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 cool part of Anime Expo is always on the outside rim because mm-hmm. the inside is always just like the Funimation booth, the Crunchyroll yeah. booth, the Viz booth, and there's always a billion people trying to take in take a picture with like some thing, whatever. It's the people that just have booze on the outside, and this being <clears throat> excuse me. This being the first year back in two and a half years, I'm expecting there to be a, just a lot of shit because it's going to be just shit. We need to get anyone we can. So I'm hoping it's a lot of weird shit. Frank is probably going to want to drag me into the hentai booth again because he likes. Yeah. Funny. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure this is going to be impossible, but if you can get an autograph from Shindo L like, hey, I don't know. Who's that? A, a very infamous hentai artist. I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> um they did they did the the one with like the super like very depressing story of why girl. would i know this well i don't know it's like the I most popular no, hentai no, in the world it's called like I, uh, hey. emergence or metamorphosis hey i ain't no pervert oh come on uh do you uh <laughs> yeah well, well i'm going to anime expo i'm gonna eat street dogs and uh, uh korean barbecue and have a great time and you're gonna be at the beach i'm gonna lay on the beach and just uh yeah get pick me up uh a seashell and mail me uh pina colada yeah and i'll get you some uh anime cards that'd be tight was this a good episode i think so oh do we have an email we have a couple oh shit yeah yo calls caller caller go go ahead caller on the line caller on the line here's one from duncan the subject is podcast Duncan? question and recommendation. Okay. Ooh, I like it. it says, Hi, uh, more trophies pod. Thanks for taking my call. In your 24th episode, you put a call out for a game recommendations, uh, or you put a call out for game recommendations, and I want to suggest Psychonauts 2. On top of being a great game, it tells a very compelling platinum, uh, or uh, sorry, on top of being a great game, it was a very compelling platinum that rewarded uh, engaging with the game in fun, cool ways. To my question, in Psychonauts 2, you can use all equipped powers simultaneously to make combat even more intense. This is never mentioned in the game. Uh, Have you ever discovered a mechanic that a game didn't tell you about or play a game having missed a core mechanic? Uh, Love the show. Keep up the great work. Kakarl. Thank you so much, Kakarl. I thought you said their name was Duncan. I think their online handle is Kakarl. Okay, I, cut out cut out the parts where we call them Duncan. Okay, yeah, that's and oh, just bleep that I'll out. Bleep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 
Oh, overdub it with you saying that name. What yeah. was the name? Kakarl. Kakarl. Thank you so much. Cook. Yeah, use that exact one. Thank you so much. <laughs> wait, wait, use this. Thank you so much. Kakarl. Use that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay. First of all, Psychonauts 2 is one that we've had on our list for a while because I yes. love Psychonauts. On a, like selfishly, I've been waiting for a sale. Yeah. Because it's still $60 and it's digitally. Um, that is definitely something I would love to do. And if it, if it ever goes on sale, we will 100% do that as far as something that the game didn't tell you to do or something you missed. I mean, I didn't know how to do the fucking surge in this (laughs) in Dragon Ball. I'm trying to think really quick of something where it's just like, by the end of the game, it's like, Oh, what the fuck? I didn't know I could do that. Do you have one? Oh yeah. I know there's totally one for you. It's uh, hitting the select button in dark cloud. (laughs) Okay. Absolutely. So, if you didn't listen to it before in the dark cloud episode, I got really mad because there's this mechanic where you have to switch through your characters for yeah. different things. And because I didn't see this, the way I do is I had to press start. I had to go down to the menu to allies, go down to the select menu, go pick like it's a wheel and then press over, press over, get to the one I want, get out, do the puzzle, go back in, go back through those menus, get out. Apparently if you just press select, it brings up a wheel and it's a quick access. Yeah. Uh, that makes me angry that the game never straight up <laughs> told me that. And I know you're like, Oh, but it's in the manual. Who the fuck reads the manual? Me. Chris? I do. Off. Because that, the game that told one, me there's important information in this little book well, inside I'm the game. Doing a, I'm doing a jerk off motion right now. <laughs> Uh, for me, I for, yeah, no, one hundred percent for me, it's that. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a really good question. Uh, I'm sure there's question. tons of stuff. Uh, because I'm very, um, oblivious when I play games sometimes, where I uh, like I'll just completely Ooh. glance through some stuff. Do uh does um oh shit something knocked over does taking advantage of like uh, a glitch in the game that it doesn't tell you that you can do this count also for this question because yes. I have something from New Ooh, Vegas I do have an answer but yes I going. found an infinite loop in New Vegas with a high enough speech where I could just keep answering this question and it gave me XP and oh, I powered before I listen New Vegas has been fun because I started the game and I immediately got to level thirty and then I started the game <laughs> oh so that's been really fun yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, uh, in, in the, okay, hang on in the journey of me doing like speed runs and stuff, I've learned mm-hmm. some tips and tricks. I know that there is one exploit that I use, uh, to speed run fantasy star online episode one, uh, mm-hmm. which is if you ch- can maneuver an NPC in a way that you can start a conversation with them while having a conversation with one of the store owners, you can just repeatedly sell uh, an item but it won't ever leave your inventory so you make a bunch of money you go buy a good weapon and then you can uh if you do that again through the equipment system uh or you you talk to that npc you don't finish that conversation with them and go to the bank and then start putting that weapon away it will infinitely just keep equipping it to you so whenever you leave the conversation and close the bank it looks like or and then go to the field and start fighting it looks like you've got like the biggest fucking lightsaber in the world because it thinks that you're holding like 30 uh like basically lightsabers in your hand at once and you just go through and just obliterate the whole game from there so uh, more of a bug i guess but um yeah Yeah, i don't think that's the exact question but i will say for for uh their 
serious question. Yeah, I think the whole fucking dark cloud not telling me I could yeah, press yeah, yeah. Uh, circle or uh, sorry, select that'd be mine. Hey, that was a really good question, and also that's a really good request for a game because, like I said, I do want to do a Psychonauts two episode. Yeah, I just don't want to pay. Six- hey, I'm friends with the cheap ass gamer. Shuts out Jared. Never pay full price. So. <laughs> Waiting for that sale. What Probably won't ever go on sale because it's owned by Xbox now. Yeah. But uh, how about this? We'll, I'll make an oath. I'll do an oath right now. Yeah. One year. If the game doesn't go on sale a year from this episode, the episode this time next year will be Psychonauts 2. Can we oath to that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's make an oath. Put, put oath music in the background. I'm going to put oath. It's been oathed. All right. What's the next uh, call? Caller, go ahead. Okay, we got one from Tom. It says, hi, Doc and Chris. Uh, really enjoyed the podcast and had an idea for an episode. Please bear with me as I laboriously explain this. Okay. Using the trophy page on PSN Profiles and Random.org, you could play Random Trophy Bingo. Fuck. <laughs> i'm imagining your bingo cards being five by five each square randomly selected trophy trophies would be selected by using random number generator on random.org to randomly select a page uh there are currently eight hundred uh eight thousand nine hundred and seventy one on profile uh psn profiles well that's incorrect well i'm sure it's been bigger now uh i mean there there were eight there were 8,000 maybe about three years ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, the most recent game is number 16,871. So unless uh, right. this email was written seven years ago. There are time traveler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they probably... It's fine. They probably yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. understand how they um, Or they might be like looking at one specific console or something it's, like that. It's totally fine. It's uh, totally fine. Then the random number of uh, the trophy on that page, 50. Uh do this for each square of your bingo card. Then whoever is the first to unlock a line of trophies in their bingo card wins. Or hard mode, complete the entire card. You could use. Uh, you could both use the same bingo card or have unique card each. Uh, the main problems here would uh, are that a lot of the trophies are now unobtainable due to having dead online or the server's completely down. Uh, so you'd have to do some routing around online to see if randomized trophies are still obtainable. Uh, this may be more difficult for you, Chris, as the doc has probably already earned a vast majority of trophies, but you could both create new accounts for this. Anyway, just a oh. potentially unhinged idea, but thought it could be fun. Again, really love the podcast. Thanks. Uh, thank you both for it. Best wishes, Tom. Thank you so much, Tom. That so, honestly sounds like a cool idea. Tom actually already hinted on something that I already do. On PSN Profiles, there's a board called Community Challenges where people just make challenges to do fun things for no reason. Like, I've done ones where it's like, get 13 Platinums that are all based on monsters during the, you know, month of Halloween or whatever. And there's a yearly thing called the Bingo, the Platinum Bingo, where you get a random card. But it's like, I already completed my card for the year and I want a second Mm -hmm. card. But the things that you do on that card are like, let me pull up my previous, my, my current card, there's like um i've done do a frightening horror game platinum a game where the character doesn't have facial hair platinum a game that you can do in one sitting platinum a game that has no jump button current ones that i need to do are like developed in a foreign country based on a non-gaming ip has includes aliens or robots that she started and finished so i would say that uh trophy bingo is a very already established thing and Mm -hmm. if you wanted to take me on chris i would fucking annihilate you dude i say uh and and this is something we could talk about more off air, but mm-hmm. I say, why don't we find a weekend 
uh, like late this year when mm-hmm. we're both in the same area generally. Mm-hmm. And why don't we just do like a stream where the both of us can get together and try to challenge each other to this? That's a good idea. Wouldn't that be now, cool? I will say one thing about Tom's idea I didn't like is he is that they said, um, "Yo, you can make a new account and get trophies on that." Fuck that. Yeah, I get trophies <laughs> on one account. Uh, but uh, Tom, that was a very good idea, yeah, and very we should good. discuss that later. Yeah. Uh, more emails. Yeah. Uh, well, this is uh, we're going to our our uh, ever growing oh, segment. Are we going to Thailand Town? Yep, we're going to talking with Thailand. Take me uh, down to Thailand Town. Go ahead. Says Dear Doc and Chris. Which uh, interesting that both of those emails start with Dear Doc and Chris. Um, oh, you think Thailand's really Tom? No, I don't. I don't think oh. so. But that was it. Was interesting that I saw that. I was like, wow. That's, okay. Uh, but yeah, Dear Doc and Chris, I very much enjoyed the 25th episode of the podcast and thought I'd give my takes on Dark Siders One as Chris wanted viewers to give their takes. I found Dark Siders One. Be- uh, fun because it's got a really cool aesthetic the gameplay is pretty solid for its time as a god of war style game although i admit that combat uh can get a little stale after a while the combos are very basic and you don't really have much to switch up on there uh true that is true it's an interesting story where you want to know more as the game progresses uh, the weapons feel sound good. The voice acting is great, and I really like the character design, the weapon design, and horse design. Is the game great today? Probably not, but I find it uh, a great game of its time, and will keep replaying the game as f- uh, a fun way of reliving the late 2000s, early 2010s gaming. Uh, and I'd give it a silver. Also, I'd, okay, okay. Uh, I'd uh, I have a Chris. Uh, I have a question for Chris. Uh, why do you hate Ocarina of Time? <laughs> Uh, as well as hate video games, fun, uh, people having fun, oh, Nintendo, and all things good. <laughs> no, Tylon rules. Well, Tylon, Tylon went uh, full heel here, didn't he? Uh, no, Tylon's a hero <laughs> for saying what we all wanted to know, which is why do you hate good things? Yeah, uh, and just I'll answer that question, but to finish, it says uh, disclaimer: oh, right. uh, the above question is a bit. People are allowed to like what they like, dislike no! what they like, dislike without having justification. Of course, people are allowed to like that they like. Right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. You, so. Um, also, fuck you, Chris. But the end of that email is also, but also, fuck you, Chris. It, yeah. It just yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you, okay. Here's the thing about Ocarina of Time, right? It's a perfect video game. Go ahead. It's just clunky. one of the one of the greatest accomplishments <laughs> in the history of video games. Of course, it's fucking clunky. It's on the N64, yes. dude. It's like you can't. This this is my one of my biggest pet peeves. Or when people are like, oh, "Ocarina sucks." Have you ever played Breath of the Wild? I was like, "You realize Ocarina of Time came out well, twenty fucking years ago." I think those two games are. It's it's very hard to it's relate only, the two of them. It's only clunky because now you understand what games are. It wasn't clunky when I was fucking fourteen because it was the coolest fucking shit of all time. Well, okay. of course, then things get better and you go, "Oh, I guess it's a little clunky comparatively." Of course, it's fucking clunky comparatively. That may be like. Oh, dude, Star Wars. Did you see that piece of shit? Did you see where the guy looks like he's just wearing a fucking dumb helmet? What a piece of shit movie. Have you even seen Tenet? <laughs> okay, but look, here's how I'll relate it. And I'll even relate it with another game that I don't like. And I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get an email about this next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Final Fantasy VII. I will fucking so... <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. So here's I'm the thing about these two games, right? Your life is forfeit, <laughs> and I will... It is mine now. 
the the thing about ocarina is that um here's the thing i always hear about ocarina right is everyone's like oh i love ocarina but i hate x y and z dungeons and it's like okay well then that's half the game i Um, don't hate any dungeons in that game i think the water temple can get a little tedious towards the end but that is one small part everything else in that game is amazing are you fucking kidding me there's a dungeon where you have to come in it as a kid then you have to come out later as an adult how cool is that there's an entire dungeon where where spooky hand man wants to come get you and then you got to fight the unga boonga man it's great there's a dungeon where you got to find the four ghosts and then the four ghosts unlock the, the things to get in there and then you go in there and then there's a great time it's a great fucking game it's a perfect fucking game fuck off it's it's just old uh, the mechanics of the it, game just do not ho- they don't hold up in any way and not only that they repl- they've released that game eight more times it must hold up well there there are plenty of games that have come out around that era that i feel like control even better uh name one. Oh man uh any any okay well any shooter that came out then and i know that's, that's a, like that's a like, oh, i know this, it's i know it's a weird thing I to the only thing that you can relate to though is that it, they're all 3d games and what i mean is that you can I, go around and attack things in a 3d space and it feels better than holding what? z to to stand there and wait for a bat to come to you and i it cannot allow the, the you the z targeting to system is that bad. I, no, the Z Dark is so fine. bad. It's it's not fun. Ocarina of Time is meant to be played as a slow dungeon crawler where you're experiencing a world. And sure. as, a, as a young uh, teenager, it was mysterious and magical. You then can't say then say, well, Doom lets you go fast because no, there it's, it's not even types of things. It's not even that. It's that the combat of Doom and just being able to attack the things that are in front of you is so much more intuitive than it is in. Hard green of time hard disagree i mean that's I mean, you can you can disagree but for me that's that's what i feel and i do like ocarina to a certain extent it's just that is it I, you constantly see it talked about as the greatest game of all time and i just oh, hard disagree with that yes i don't think was it's it, the greatest, was it the game, greatest game for 1997 Pro- probably it was probably it, up there i would but say i think it, as soon as 1998 1999 2000 roll around there are definitely way better games that have come out since that like uh, i i would say that the thing about it is this is it the greatest game of all time no is it one of the most influential games of yeah, all time oh, totally yes. but we're not talking about how influential it is we are talking about how objectively good the game is that's the thing for how influential it is you can't it's the same I, thing yeah, i won't deny that and then something did it better 12 years later sure that doesn't mean that it makes the other game bad no but that's that's not what i'm saying is what i'm saying is if we're talking about influence yes it is one of the most influential games of all times hands down for sure gameplay wise is it a good game was it a good game and yes. is it still a good game those are Absolutely. all different conversations uh, I where, think that where I'd relate it to Final Fantasy VII is yeah. that Final Fantasy VII is still a completely playable game that is still fun and mechanically sound as a game today as it was in 1997 or 1998, whenever it came out. I think that what that boils down to is that I enjoy the play style of Ocarina. I enjoy That's the fair. slow, methodical exploration. That's what I like 
in New Vegas right now. And the problem, the problem with Fallout games and me, and I say problem in that it's not that the game is bad. It's that it's a problem because it wastes my time is that when I walk into a new place, I want to take my time, mm-hmm. put, rip apart. Every, oh, there's a box over there. What's in that box? What's over here? I love ex- the exploration. And that's yes. and the whole world of Hyrule in that game is amazing to me. And it still is, but that's just me. Yes. And that's you. And the thing is, in reality, I respect your opinion, but if I just said, well, I respect your opinion, this would be a boring podcast. It's much better for <laughs> yeah, me to yeah, scream yeah, totally. and yell and call you an insane maniac. <laughs> if anyone's wondering, I got an email once, or I got a message saying, why are you so mean to Chris on this show? <laughs> Not mean to Chris. Chris is my friend. I respect Absolutely, their opinion. Yeah. I respect everything they say, but it's funnier if I then say, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, but like, so, and, and I totally get- Scream sell this podcast. <laughs> yes uh and and that, that's the thing is i like those aspects of the game too but when it comes to ocarina that's pretty much where i end my enjoyment of the game when it as soon as you start having to fight something i i start losing my patience with it um well, the story itself it's kind of the story's kind of cool in some ways but story's amazing story holds up more than anything and i think that's i think there's a bunch of stuff that that game does really well but i think as a whole when i have to look at gameplay which a lot of times gameplay is the most you know important thing because it's a video game you're playing a game and if the play of the game is not fun then the game is failing uh immensely at what it's trying to do and i think that ocarina of time especially in the in the conversation of one of the greatest games of all time i do not think it's it should be held to that uh, regard and if you want to talk about influential sure put it up there it's totally deserving of that but when it comes to is it one of the best games of all time i really don't think so i think there are other games especially even in its own uh series that it it's only gotten better uh, especially in like, well, well, I, I guess I disagree with that uh, myself with 3Ds because it got better at Wind Waker and that was the best one that they did. And then it sucked for a bunch of them. And then they were like, let's just not do this anymore and make a way better system called Breath of the Wild. And they did. Well, I'm uh, sorry. They took an amazing system and then they fucked it up by making it <laughs> shit and putting in all of these dumb mechanics because kids have no attention span and just like playing <laughs> Minecraft yeah. and Fortnite. Fuck Breath of the Wild. Oh, uh, good. Was that the last email yes uh that was, that was our last email for the good, week there were some good emails great emails thank um, you so much i want to thank everyone who emailed in remember to please email in making fun of chris for dying <laughs> yes. to reddits uh if you have a call and you want to email in the podcast email is i have more trophies than you at gmail.com um That's next episode long. it's very long <laughs> don't like how long it, it should have just been like more trophies at gmail.com <laughs> next episode we're doing another special episode we are because next episode will be the first episode in july making it the half year celebration or the the half year check-in this is the episode next week or next 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 week we're doing the we're we're not doing an extra one um we're going to talk about how the year's been so far what games have come out that maybe we want to talk about a little more that we've only mentioned what we're looking forward to for the rest of the year and you know, because we do want to have a, a video game to talk about what I'm bringing to the table ahead of time for our book club as, uh, aspect is the PS Plus came out. I played Intelligent Cube. I said we'd maybe talk about it later. That's because next time I want to talk about 
the games that are on PS Premium. I want to platinum a couple more of like the the uh, PS1 games that are on there, and maybe some other things. And I want to talk about you know that aspect of it. That's what I'm going to focus on for my half year, and then some other games that we've talked about already a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chris, you're going to bring up some games, and then also you know what we're looking forward to the rest of the year. So it's going to be like a little a little half year check in to the end yeah. of the year. And honestly, well, if if there's uh, anything I can suggest people to play for the half year check in really really uh huge recommendation for me for vampire survivors everyone check that game out it's three bucks yeah, on fucking you'll, steam you'll talk about that next that time game I know is you want to talk so about great uh i i don't think there's a lot to talk about it but like we'll talk about it we'll talk about it for sure and then outside of that uh i really want to play that ninja turtles game and i i, I don't know if there's a lot to talk about there but i, I want to play a little bit more of it so. here are a couple things that we might Just be talking stuff about to last check time. out it's, it's basically to to see where we are for what's the best so far maybe some games that got fell under the radar swept mm-hmm. under the rug uh and uh you know it'll just be a good time yeah. uh, until then uh you're on the beach i am on the beach i'm at anime expo nice drink in my hand just listen uh, to the waves two hot dogs there's a guy across the street with a sign that says uh god hates anime and he's telling me <laughs> that uh my uh watching of anime is idolatry and then there's uh a cat girl twerking next to him I can see that right now. That's probably going to, I would bet money that that happens. Uh, and uh, we're just having a great time. Cause this is a great podcast. Yeah. And uh, Oh shit. This podcast oh. isn't over. Not yet. I never got, to, I never got to talk about wrestling. Oh yeah. So there was this show called forbidden door. Yeah. Where they had a bunch of new Japan people come over and fight AEW people. That's so cool. Show was fucking cursed. So many people got hurt. Really? Oh, oh the, the CM Punk, the main champion, broke his foot. I heard about that. So then they had to replace him. Uh, a bunch, of, a couple of the New Japan talent couldn't come over. Tomohiro Ishii, one of my favorite dudes, he's just this big fucker. Uh, he hurt himself in a match right before that. Oh. Hiromi, uh, Hiromu from uh, Hiromu Takahashi from LIJ was going to f- be there, but he got a fever and then couldn't fly. <sighs> uh adam cole got hurt during the match uh it, it was such a fucking cursed of it was a great wrestling night mm-hmm. so fucking fun there was uh this great match the opening match was a three-way where it was eddie kingston yuda wheeler and shooter umino versus uh minoru suzuki chris jericho and sammy Guevara. what a great fucking match there was this awesome match with Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. What a great fucking match. It was such a good time. I can't wait to see where it goes. The, the, the New Japan was talking about how it was such a big success. I think uh, the numbers came out today that they said they did a million at the door and five million in p- pay-per-view sales. It's a oh, lot of money. Shit. So the, Jap- uh, the New Japan was just like, yo, let's do one of those over here in Japan. So we could get more guys to come over from here and we could see a bunch of their guys and i think that would be great oh that would be awesome that gets me more in because again i I was just talking about it to my wife the other night oh you did it right i did it right this time for you uh about wrestling because i was just like man i i want to watch more of it but it's it's one of those things where um 
like baseball for me it's very easy for me to just turn it on and have it on in the background whereas wrestling would be something i would want to watch and sit down and it's one of those things that never enters my mind until it's already passed so it's uh, like, well, I wish I maybe just had I a, have a, a way. I, I have a way to fix that for you. We'll yeah. talk about off the air for uh, other reasons. Yeah. But all you need is AEW. Yeah, Two that's what I want to watch. It sounds cool. show on Friday. There's a YouTube show on Monday and Tuesday if you want to watch it, but it's not really important. It's mostly just squash matches. It's more just for fun. Three hours a week. If you want to get into New Japan, that's great too. They don't do weekly shows. They only do pay per views every once in a while. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on the G1 expect to hear a lot of wrestling out of me during the g1 um <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about wrestling but uh i just wanted to put that in there really quick at the beginning because we talked about it also Wrestling's because like so good also because i couldn't think of a like uh like natural way to bring up that i have to say the name of the podcast and the podcast uh, and the yeah. podcast name is a statement that is still true as it was on episode one as it is to episode number what is this 27 26 20, what are we six i think i think we're at 26 what was 25 uh no, this is 27 because 25 was the jeff three and then we did oh, the dark right. one after that so this is episode 27 27 so, over 27 episodes one thing is rang true which is at the end of the day chris yes even on that beach yes. drink in your hand oh, so hanging out with your wife so re- my wife be as relaxed as you can but know the dread in your mind <laughs> that no matter what you do you will never be able to beat this fact and that is that you'll never get to go see Forbidden Door because no. it already happened. God oh, sorry. Was I supposed to just say I have more trophies than you? I just want to watch wrestling. Ooh, excuse me. That was a hiccup. Also, we'll have like a quick like, what's the best game of the year so far? What's the worst game of the year so we all far? Know what the best game of the year so far is. Stranger Paradise. Game, it's not. It's an. It's a solid okay. I think <laughs> I hate it more because you're being so annoying about it. But like, it's not the best game of the. It's nowhere close <laughs> to the best game of the year. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at More Trophies Pod. That's M O R E T R O P H I E S P O D. That's More Trophies Pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com it's just the name of the show all one word at gmail.com also be sure to follow ryan at dr underscore ryan on twitter you can also keep up to date with his monday night twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash dr underscore ryan that's dr underscore r-y-a-n dr underscore ryan on both twitch and twitter and follow Chris on Twitter at Purezu in Japan. Now, I, I know, I know what you're thinking. Don't worry, I'm going to spell it out for you right now. That's B-U-R-E-Z-U-I-N-J-A-P-A-N. It's all one word, Purezu in Japan on Twitter. And when they are streaming, you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze TK. That's B-L-A-Z-E the letter T, the letter K on Twitch. Blaze TK. Thank you again so much, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.